Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, that wasn't exactly the prettiest set of games to finish up your Sunday afternoon in Week 12 of the NFL season. But nonetheless, we will dive into all of that several games earlier and a massive, massive Sunday night football game ready to kick off here in just a few minutes from now. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever the hell you are right now taking part of your Sunday evening to spend with us. We appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Mm, my man, Brady Quinn. Jonas, uh, you know what today was for my family? And, What's that? And, and then myself, obviously, myself included. Uh, picture day. Oh, we had picture nice. day today. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, you know how everyone puts together those holiday cards they send out and all that. Let me let me tell you, they're uh, it's not very fun. Okay, there's no other way to put it. When you've got a three year old and a, a 16, 17 month old child, 
it's it's not very fun, especially if your wife decides to put them. I don't know, maybe around nap time. You know, maybe <laughs> so he booked it right around nap time. All right, so so they're screaming the entire time. Oh, crying, screaming, slapping each other, scratching, pulling hair. <laughs> it, it was essentially like the, the, the WWE SmackDown version. Like, and, the, and the photographer's sitting there watching them, and I'm like, they're really better than this the majority of the time. Like, Usually this isn't what we get from them, but they both should be napping right now. Yeah, that's uh, well, listen, I've never been a fan of pictures. It's not my thing. Uh, I hate pictures. It's why I'm, I'm a horrendous uh, Instagram person. Uh, You're really good at taking them, too. Like, like phys- Do you remember the one time you and I we, oh, you were it's like, terrible. hey, why don't yeah. we document this? And, yeah. and yeah. it was the worst, the worst picture <laughs> that's ever been taken in the history well, of mankind. Well, me, you looked fine in it. Somehow the camera focused perfectly on you, just uh, not well, me. Uh, no, listen... Uh, I actually found out though because of the case, the case that I had on my phone, there the the lint in your pocket, if you keep your phone in your pocket, ends up clogging the lens, and that's why it looks so blurry. And I didn't figure that out until I got a new phone, thinking the camera was broke. But really, all I needed was uh, just a uh, just a case. Now I know you mentioned the holidays are coming up, and so we just got a peek inside uh, what the holidays were like for you uh, earlier today, right? This is a little bit of a preview as to what holiday seasons like for you, right? Uh, I would like to. Can I share with you sure, what the holidays sure. were like for me growing up? Uh, you know, if you want to go there, yeah. If you, if you want to go there, I mean, we should probably get Bobo yeah. and, and Lee and everyone else. In well, this and, and, we, and, and we'll in. sprinkle this in throughout the course of the show. But this is this is this sort of this is a highlight from my childhood in the holiday season. I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me, and said, "Hey, smoke up, Johnny." So listen, I, uh, I we come from different backgrounds. <laughs> what movie is that from? <laughs> Breakfast Club. That's right. Yeah, Breakfast That's right. Club. By the what way, a good movie uh, or not? Great movie. Little known fact, or, I, or, or it's not. When, it's, you're, there's like you're kind of on either side of the fence on on, on that particular movie. When right? I when I was doing acting class, um, I got typecasted. I must have played the role of Jonathan Bender fifteen times. Uh, and I, it got to the point where I said, can I be somebody else? Can I be the nerd? Uh, I'll, can I be a woman? Can I try something else? But I got typecasted because they just assumed that I was the most like Jonathan Bender off Breakfast Club. Terrible. And that's why I stopped going there, Brady. That knew I couldn't afford it anymore. I was busting tables at the time. So, okay. little trip down memory that's, lane. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't know that story. Yeah. Uh, not sure how you it never got know. there. You never but, know. Yeah. You, you start yeah. off with the holiday season. Next thing you know, cigarettes are getting put out on me Let's, as a child. Uh, Let's just transition to a game that just ended. Yes. Can, can uh, let, we do that? Yeah. Can we, uh, Bobo, let, me, let us know when the show starts. Okay. Are we good to go? Hold on one second. All right. Um, and Mike's hot. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, Brady, no messing around. We're not here to talk about stories on the side. Let's start out the show right now talking about football and nothing but X's and O's. How about the Patriots beating the Cowboys, Brady Quinn? Did the Cowboys get host? I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know did. that I've seen uh, kind of a crucial or pivotal call. Look, to, to make the case that Dallas would have went down the field and scored a touchdown, um, that might be going a little bit too far. Yeah, I would it was have liked a to see call. how the rest of the drive would have went. Yeah, of course. And and it would have been a first down, and they did get jobbed on that. You know what tripping is like? I was thinking about this. It's like the carrying over the basketball in the NBA. If you really wanted to, you could probably call it a lot based on what we saw. Those two things considered <laughs> oh. to be tripping. <laughs> if that's considered to be tripping, I mean, I, look, I love Mike Pereira. Every once in a while, we butt heads about some certain calls. Because oh, Pereira's wrong on the second one. Well, no, I'm talking about the tripping call. Yeah, that's what I, okay. yeah, the one that was real tripping, yes. Where he right. said he, he lifted you're his ba- leg. You're basically making the case that offensive linemen can't pick up their feet to block. Yes. Because yeah, it he really make didn't make contact with the defender. 
And, you know, I, I understand when he first picked his leg up, it kind of looked like he was trying to trip him. But, again, that would be like you trying to palm the basketball or trying to yeah. travel and unsuccessfully doing it. Like, like you can't hit a flag for intent, can you? Yeah, and, and I also think that the way Pereira was describing it, and Troy Aikman even pushed back on it and said, look, Mike, come on, man. Like, it, it, this is not even... And, and Pereira was saying, well, you know, he did lift his foot. Okay, so what is he supposed to do? Just stand right. still and, and yeah. use nothing but his upper body to try and block somebody? So, yeah, I feel like Dallas got kind of jobbed um, in that regard. I think some people are going to look at that and, and maybe say, well, that's, you know, that's a big reason why Dallas lost the game I don't think so and I want to throw throw this at you when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys because I don't like to do the whole well they got out coached because I feel like too many people in our business do that people that didn't play the game and have no idea what it means to be out coached or to coach well or whatever they just assume by the final score that you can determine what the coach did and his involvement in that game I don't like to play that game I will say this though it did feel like Jason Garrett, if he wasn't out-coached, he was at least out-schemed from time to time, in particular during special teams by Bill Belichick and, and the New England Patriots. At least that, from my vantage point, it looked like they were caught off guard several times with their pants down, not knowing what to do in certain spots. Well, yeah, especially with the kind of surprise onside or whatever you want to call that kick. I mean, Troy Aikman knew it was coming. You know, and it looked like Dallas didn't know it was coming. So th- there was a number of things that I thought they had the advantage on them um, with. And and I think, forget just the scheme standpoint for a second. What, what about the fourth down? And instead he elects to kick the field goal. Didn't understand it. I, I don't either, man. I mean, this is the best defense in the NFL. And you think with that weather and the conditions on the road, you're going to get another chance to drive down the field and score a touchdown to win it? I, I just... I think you're living in La La Land if that's the case, and that's it goes back to like he easily could have punted when they were it was fourth and eleven, right? And instead yeah. they go for it, and obviously the the catch got overturned to Amari Cooper and ended up being incomplete. Um, but you could have made the case like then he could have punted, and I would have been okay with it because they had three timeouts left. However, you would have to bet that you know if you kick the ball away, you're most likely not going to get back with Tom Brady. Who's the best at kind of sealing things in a four-minute drive? I just think that fourth down, him kicking a you know a field goal as opposed to going for it, it, it spoke volumes about just kind of where what he is. He's a coach that he's not he hasn't had a losing season as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but he also hasn't reached the pinnacle of what Jerry Jones and the Cowboy Nation would like to see, and that call was one of those calls that kind of epitomized him. Yeah. You know, it was like a safe call that you take the points, yet you're not really going for the win. You're not really putting everything on the line to win in that moment, to win this game, or at least have a shot to. Like, I, I was sitting there watching the game on my, with my mom, and, and I, literally I was thinking in my head, if they score a touchdown here, I wonder if they'll go for two. And my mom, maybe 30 seconds later, looks at me and she goes, you think they'll go for two if they score a touchdown? And I looked at her and I go, were you reading my mind? And so we, we started to kind of talk about why it would make sense because you know, you're on the road, you're playing versus New England. I think most people would say that's your best shot at winning that game. So if you score a touchdown, you go for two and you take that chance. If you don't get it, so be it. There's plenty of time left where you might be able to get in field goal range at a minimum right, to score points and win the game then. Um, but it, it's just that that was the epitome of, of Jason Garrett's tenure in, in Dallas. I don't know that he's taken enough risks 
in order to eventually get the pinnacle or achieve at the highest level. Look, either Jason Garrett played it safe, uh, kicking the field goal instead of going for it in the fourth quarter, or he had money on his own team. And I can't fault him for that because if he, if he had Dallas and he here's, got it here's early the real enough, question. it was what six about, and a half. What uh, about Knox Locks? How'd, that, how'd they do this well, weekend? I, okay, I have a little bit of an issue with Knox Locks this week because <laughs> going into – all right, let me explain this to you. Going into – the Cowboys Patriots game, I was three and one. Now it's a big week because I'm trying to get back to five hundred. I've never finished below five hundred in the history of Knox Locks. And so I was trying get trying to get back to five hundred. And so going into that game, I was three and one. And my bet on that game is I bet that Fox was going to show a highlight of the Dwight Clark catch because Tom Brady was at that game as a child, and that's part of the reason why he hates the Cowboys because he grew up a 49er fan. But I don't know if they showed the highlight during the game. And I don't recall it happening, but I could be wrong because I didn't think that they showed the mariachi band. What on the hell night. are we talking about? I, I'm t- this is Knox Locks, man. Listen, you what ask. Are we, what you bet ask, are we talking about? I'm t- that's the bet. That was my bet in Knox Locks. I predicted that they were that Fox was going to show. Uh, the Dwight Clark, the catch, because Tom Brady talked about growing up hating the Cowboys when he was a child because he was a Niners fan and he was at that game. And I predicted Fox was going to show that highlight to say uh, a 10 year old Tom Brady was at this game. What as are we a child. talking about right now? Yeah, you asked are me we about, talking Knox about Locks? some phantom bet that you're now you're like completely talking about anything listen, away from the game of football. And let me, let is, me that t- what you're, is that the, is that the road we're going down right now? Listen, uh, Knox Locks, you know what they call that in the gambling world? Dolly Parton, all natural, baby. There's nothing fake about Knox Locks. Nothing fake at all. Oh, all natural. I promise you. I don't think that's right. They three and one. So if somebody knows whether or not they show the highlight or the catch, please let me know. So they definitely if, did. If, uh, if J- thank you. Good uh, positive feedback from Brady Quinn to start the I, show. I've watched the game. We would have you know remembered that. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. at Okay. You. I, I I I just think that you're taking picture day out on me. Well, there's a little. Well, that besides the fact that I, I quite possibly took the worst flight in the history of the world, <laughs> and, and and here's the thing is I can sympathize when parents have a child who's who's crying and just like I've been we've been there before. My wife and I have been there before. We had a 45 minute flight and it was the worst 45 minutes of my life, and I felt so bad for everyone else. Like forget me, like I could care less. But we were trapped and we couldn't really walk around with our daughter, and she was just throwing a tantrum for 45 straight minutes. Same thing happened to me on this flight, and the little girl happened to be sitting behind me. She's kicking my seat. She's yelling. She's screaming. She's crying for the entire two-hour flight, and mind you, she was doing this waiting to board the plane. It was bad. The, the whole thing was just nuts. And you know what? You know what's terrible about that? I'll bet the first thing she's going to do when she gets home is sleep like a baby. Just crash. No pun intended. Just completely crash at, because she's so exhausted from crying the entire time. So... Your loss is going to be their gain because after the crying, they sleep peacefully. Just like that. That is true. Yeah. However, you've got to get them to actually fall asleep. And this poor child uh, never fell asleep. God, so I can't wait to have yeah. kids. Can't wait. It's what a joy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, he is Brady Quinn. I'm telling you right now, do not go anywhere, folks. There is no show like Brady Quinn with a red ass. There is no show like it, and it, we're taking you all the way up until 11 p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Coming up next here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on FSR. It's got massive implications on the playoff picture as we know it. We dive into that next here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play that guy over there's brady quinn i'm jonas knox this is fox sports radio you can listen to this show on the iheart radio app coming up in uh we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on fox sports radio there is a team in the nfl that is a disaster yet still could be hosting a playoff game All right, so there's a team in the NFL that's a disaster but could still be hosting a playoff game. We'll get to that here uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady Quinn, by the way, if if that name sounds familiar to you, um, you know who that is. Uh, You saw that hot uh, band photo that he took with the crew from uh, Big Noon Kickoff, Brady Quinn in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I'm calling you guys the Big Noon Boys. Uh, Are you good with that? (laughs) that, uh, Does that work with you? I don't don't know if that's a good thing, man. The the Big Noon Boys. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, that sounds kind of weird. I mean, it sounds kind of weird. If it was the high noon boys, then we'd have a whole nother conversation. But the big noon boys, yeah, just uh, shootout. Yeah, like uh, like a row a row of totem poles. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, as we as we, uh, uh, you know, you you talking about picture day uh, with the family, um, and I think there's a theme going on here. Uh, You took a great picture with Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Urban Meyer. Rob Stone uh, out in front of uh, the horseshoe uh, getting ready for the great coverage you guys had for uh, for Fox. By the way, 
Game day doesn't stand a chance with you and Urban Town. All right, when are they going to figure that out? Go somewhere else. Isn't there like a go? Go cover the uh, the climate protest at the at the Harvard Yale game. All right, where the nerds went on the field. <laughs> well, like, here's my question: Did they solve it? Did did, did they fix it with the just, protest? It, like this is the problem. Okay, this is the issue. Nerds are polluting society. All right, they're polluting. I'm willing to give them Comic Con. I'll give them video games, no issue whatsoever at all. But when you start running onto the field to protest climate change, it's got to stop. I think everybody that ran on the field gets six months in a maximum security prison. And I think that's fair. And they got to figure it out. And no electronics so they can uh, leave their nerd ways at home. That's what I think. Well, uh, let let, let me just say this. Um, I would love love when people are passionate about things that obviously impact everyone. Uh, Here's my advice to you, okay? Uh, stop sitting around and go do something. Okay, <laughs> no kidding. Like, like, let's not be like, oh, well, I got on Twitter and I really made sure people knew how I felt about it. Awesome. That's not going to create change. Okay, that's not solving any problems. You're not coming up with any solutions. Okay, so go do something and be proactive. Like this, this like era of kids now, especially the younger generations are like, no, no, no. I did my part. Okay, bro. I retweeted it. Yeah, and I subtweeted from that. So right, like, like you got me. Like I did my part. No, that's not actually protesting or doing anything proactive about changing the current circumstances of whatever it is you're trying to protest about. Okay, two there pe- it is. Two people I don't like: geeks and lazy people. And they fit both of them in one sitting, one sitting at the 50-yard line. Look, I, I mentioned it on we we're on Fox Sports Radio yesterday. You want to know how you solve that problem and start straightening people out? You get both teams, Harvard and Yale, to surround them, and we have bowl in the ring with them in the middle. You want to mess around? Let's start messing around. Go fix your climate then, geeks. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, I will say this, though. Uh, if you would like to uh, sum up what uh, today's current – athlete is like brady quinn or I, I don't know you've talked about uh, this is the issue with society these days as you and i stand on our soapbox from time to time uh, did you see what happened in the uh the redskins game before we get into this uh packers 49ers game did you happen to see what happened at the end of the redskins game uh Dwayne haskins missed the final play of the game because he was taking a selfie with a fan <laughs> that's not a joke Dwayne haskins missed the final play of the game because he was taking a selfie so Case Keenum had to come out on the field for the final snap. Like, think about that. Yeah, that, that's called a rookie move. <laughs> rookie move. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. Like, is, I mean, is that the epitome of, of, like, again, what we're talking yes. about right now? That's, like, right there sums it up. Like, people are obsessed with, with their Instagram and their selfies and all that and, and, uh, and you know, uh, working on climate change. Like, we're talking about a football game here. He missed a snap because he, he was taking a selfie with a fan. That's you know crazy. It makes it more even uh, egregiously ridiculous. Um, the fact that he's now a pro. Like, he's getting paid to be out there to play the game of football. And, and I get it. Look, he's excited. He gets his first win. Still hasn't really played that great, although, again, the circumstances around him aren't the best. Uh, in fact, they're probably some of the worst <laughs> outside of Cincinnati. <laughs> That's true. Um, but Fair that enough. being said, you know, there, there's still a, a certain degree of professionalism that comes along with all this. And, and one thing I'd say about Case Keenum, that guy is the ultimate pro. He's a good guy. Yeah. He does things the right way. And I don't know if Dwayne's not watching how he's preparing or what he does or how he carries himself. Same thing with Colt McCoy's on the roster, too. 
but to be in there in the in the stands taking a selfie. That's why you missed it. Unless they just maybe they felt more confident in Case taking a snap, you know, or, or finishing out the game like that uh, in that moment than Dwayne, which is still a bad sign if that's the case. But yeah. regardless, I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, it, there's just no excuse for that. Yeah, and and I just wonder how that would have played if uh, Tom Coughlin were his head coach. <laughs> like, what happens? Like, what what does Tom Coughlin do? Like, uh, you know, bench him, uh, suspend him for six weeks or like what's the punishment handed out if that's a Tom Coughlin who's coaching it? And Bill Callahan's an old school guy, but, you know, he can't come down too hard because he's the interim coach. Uh, I just wonder what the punishment would be. Actually, I would argue the opposite. He can do whatever he wants. That's a good point. It's not like he's getting the (laughs) job. That's a good point. (laughs) He can can do whatever he wants. It's just they might find a new new interim coach the next week. You know what? I mean, even though the trade deadline is passed, see if you can trade him to the Texans because Bill O'Brien will trade for anybody. So just, uh, you know, see if you can pull that (laughs) off. Off, uh, on your way out the door. Um, all right, so Brady Quinn, I need to uh, get your thoughts on this. Sunday night football is underway. We've got the Packers and the 49ers. Uh, the Packers with the ball first. There was just a sack of Aaron Rodgers, and it's being ruled, I believe, a fumble on the field. So San Fran will be set up near the goal line uh, if this is in, uh, indeed a, a, a sack fumble on Aaron Rodgers. But this is going to have major implications on the postseason. Because there's a real chance that the 49ers are either the division winner and the first seed in the NFC, or they might have to go on the road the first week or, or throughout the course of the uh, NFC playoffs, depending on who they play. So right. this is major implications on the conference. Well, especially considering Seattle. You know, they got yes. a nice win in Philly. It w- wasn't the prettiest game, but, oh, God. you know, look, they on the road, all the way across the country, early time slot for a West Coast team. I mean, Russell Russell Wilson missed last week because obviously they're on a bye and I know Lamar Jackson was stealing all the headlines with his performance in regards to the MVP conversation but Russell Wilson needs to get more credit for the season that he's having and I've said right now you know I would probably give it to Lamar but I think Russell especially with with getting a tough win today and what he'll do down the stretch I think he's going to be the guy that ends up winning in the end I think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league right now that's fair there's no one going to dispute that I mean no one's done what he's done at this point yeah and, no, no one's no one's thrown for that many touchdown passes through what ten games I think they said today. Yeah, with only two interceptions, he's and, the first quarterback in NFL history to do that. And here's the thing: it's not like he's had you know great health and and whatnot around him. I mean, he's lost. Uh, you know, their starting tight end I believe was lost uh, for the season. Yeah, Will not, yeah was There's lost a big for the season. For him. Um, Doug Baldwin left in the off season. He was fantastic, yep. and all he's done is elevate guys. Like a lot of people thought, DK Metcalf was just going to be one of these combine warrior guys that put up big numbers and, and wasn't going to. And like he's making plays out there, like they're finding him and he's making plays. And then uh, he threw another touchdown pass. I don't I remember the guy's name uh, on the flea flicker that they had against Philadelphia. He threw another touchdown. It seems like whoever's out there, he just finds him and produces. And I, I just, I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now. And by I, the way, that was his best throw of the day. Yeah, he dropped an absolute dime on that ball in the back of the end zone. And uh, the, the names escaped me as well. Uh, but you know, again, maybe that's one of the reasons why the guy was wide open. Um, was it Buckner or something like that? Uh, I don't know. You want to just make up names? Um, Why don't we sure. Do it? Yeah, let's. Uh, sure. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Bartholomew. Mm. Like that'll be uh, that'll be the guy who caught the uh, the pass for. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Bartholomew. 
Bartholomew. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last one. Will Bartholomew? Uh, I think it's the last Bartholomew I remember ever. Not sure. Uh, I, and again, uh, I'm you know Malik Turner. There it is, Brady Quinn. M- Malik Turner is the uh, is the correct answer there. Way off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, not even close. Yeah, I mean Bartholomew I think I Turner. The, I the er. Yeah. Right. Right. Like Buckner. <laughs> you Turner. did. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You were uh, you were much uh, much closer than I was. But um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah. yeah. Is there a Bartholomew even in the NFL? I don't right even now? know. I, I was. I was, I was just thinking of like uh, the the whitest name I could possibly think of because I thought it'd be funny to be honest with you. Yeah. Said, hey Bobo, how do you feel about that? that? Yeah, let's go to Bobo to see how he feels about that. Bobo, yes, yeah, yes. Okay, all right, there we go. Good Thank stuff. you for Thank including you. me in that wonderful segment. Uh, now, uh, so so <laughs> if I were to, if I were to tell you that if I were to ask you right now, Brady Quinn, best team in the NFC right now is who? I know you've been on the New Orleans Saints bandwagon. They've looked somewhat flawed uh, two out of the last three weeks. If I were to ask you best team in the NFC, who you got? I'd still say the Saints, though. I mean, look, I know today's win was close. Will Ludd said I had to have a you know last, last second kick to win it, but it's a divisional opponent, and I just I, I still think they're the best team in the NFC, but it's not like that's that's by a wide margin. And honestly, tonight, if San Francisco ends up beating Green Bay, and obviously they're already able to capitalize off of the fumble by Rodgers, if they're able to beat them, like I, I think I'm starting to kind of just sway the way of like maybe the San Francisco team is legit, and maybe they are the best team in the NFC. But it, it's between those two teams for me, based on tonight's outcome. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We have great news. Not only the great news is this show's continuing for another two and a half hours, but also there's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. All right, coming up next, there is a, a team in the NFL that's a disaster yet could still host a playoff game. Find out who we're talking about next year on Fox Sports Radio for all the latest from around the world of sports. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, roll out the red carpet in your ears and welcome mm-hmm. in Stephen DeSager. A simple hello to you two gentlemen. And by not, the way... I don't do simple, Steve. It's the, not what I do. <laughs> what's yeah. up, Steve? Hey, how you doing? See, a Good simple man. hello there. Yeah. Brady yeah. Quinn, the, apparently he's got the TV. Anyway, Seahawks and the Vikings are among the best <laughs> NFC team. And on the schedule, a week from tomorrow, it is Seattle hosting Minnesota in a Monday night game. Currently, it's 8-2 and two Green Bay at 9-1 and one San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers back in the Bay Area. And the Niners have forced an early fumble from him and shortly after a short touchdown run. So it's quickly San Francisco 7 nothing over Green Bay. We're only two minutes into the game tonight. New England and the AFC 10-1 and one after a 13-9 win over the Cowboys. Cowboys with just three field goals today and did not score a touchdown for the first time this year. Tennessee 42-20 over Jacksonville. Derrick Henry 19 carries, 159 yards and two scores. New Orleans 9-2 now after that field goal on the final play to beat Carolina 34-31. Panthers kicker Joey Sly missed a late short field goal try and a couple of extra points in this one. Seattle is 9-2 after a win at Philadelphia 17-9. Buffalo 20-3 over Denver. The Bills are at Dallas on Thanksgiving. The Jets won their third straight, 34-3 over Oakland. Sam Darnold, three total TDs. Tampa Bay, a 35-22 winner at Atlanta. The Falcons fall to 3-8. Detroit lost its fourth straight in D.C. Washington, 19-16 the final. Detroit hosts the Bears on Thanksgiving this Thursday on Fox TV. Chicago, 19-14 winners over the Giants, who've lost seven in a row. Cleveland won its third straight, 41-24 over Miami. The Dolphins fall to 2-9. And And Pittsburgh won at winless Cincinnati 16 to 10. The top five stayed the same in the new college football polls. Utah is number
number six. Penn State down to number 12. Oregon fell to number 14 in AP. Navy is 24, USC 25. In the NBA, for Dallas, another great game for Luka Doncic, 41 points. Mavs win at Houston, 137 to 123. Sacramento has won at Washington. And the New York Knicks, with a 4-12 and record, have just lost by two at home, 103-101 to the Nets. In college hoops in Connecticut, 7th-ranked Virginia, 48-45 winner over Arizona State. And guys, in Calgary, or as they say up north, Calgary, it's 34 degrees for the Grey Cup that's oh, going yeah, on that's right. right now. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are 21-6 leaders in the third quarter Ooh. against Hamilton. <laughs> For the Hamilton yeah. Tiger Cats, for yeah. Northwestern running back Tyrell Sutton, six carries, 50 yards, but his team is on the losing end at this point. Run the ball in Canada? CFL <laughs> title game. This is a Hamilton 15-3, and three, but losing the Grey Cup final so far. Uh, can we get that game on one of the TVs here, please, so we can give uh, up-to-the-date uh, scores and, and uh, stats on this? Can we get the Grey Cup on the TV, uh, somebody, on one of these televisions? Get the dumb NBA game off. Can we get uh, the Grey Cup? We are all about the Grey Cup here on Fox yeah. Sports Radio. Well, we're all about championships, yeah. and, and the Grey Cup falls right in line. We'll make sure we give breaking and live updates throughout the course of the night. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Steve mentioned Joey Sly in his update. Doesn't the name Joey Sly sound like a character of Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah, it actually does. Just like when, when he said well, Joey Sly, if that was the thought. case, he would have been whacked after. Oh, this come game. on, Steve! Like you know, I mean, this is <laughs> I, we don't we're not we're not talking murder here on this show, Steve. Get it together for God's sake! By the way, oh, I did savage. ask you to pass along to Live Bet Loser. Maybe the Grey Cup was a possibility for his selection tonight and not you just know, the NFL. You know, what happened there, huh? You, huh, know, Jonas, you, know, what happened there? you know, it's funny. You guys continue to point out how live bet Jesus, all he does is lose, yet he's won his last four straights. It's been a month. Wasn't it yeah, seven losses in a row before that? So, Steve, right, you know the right. rule in gambling. You're only as good as your last four, okay? <laughs> that, that is a rule. Actually, That's the rule in gambling I hear is you've got you've to hit on 55% just to break well, even, right? It's a long season, Steve, and uh, maybe we'll get to 55%. <laughs> Nine and seven is still a possibility. Uh, Honestly, I don't think the show is going to be on the air that long. Oh, listen, yeah, I'm not, I'm no, not, he's uh, he's going to be out of money by that point. I, I so. won't let, I won't let you poison uh, live bet Jesus's uh, you know feel good attitude right now. With I the, think with we the should check the till on this show. Speaking uh, of out of money, uh, by the way, we've got uh, the Grey Cup on, and uh, could they fit any more sponsors on the field? Is that possible they could fit any more sponsors on the field? It, it's literally like and they, the uniforms. They peeled off every decal uh, from the Daytona 500 and just put it all on the field here. Like there's sponsors everywhere. Like what? Let me ask you this: What's going to make you want to go shop at Pet Boys when you're watching the Grey Cup? Can, can I just say this? I, I, I don't. I don't know enough about marketing. However, I do believe in uh, subliminal messages. Okay, and that's what kind of marketing is in some ways because you know who markets the best? Coaches, okay? Yeah. Coaches will have different sayings that will be up in your facility or they'll have a sign or something that even in, a, in like an away hotel when you go on the road, you'll see it up like next to the salad yeah. and like the breadsticks and dressing. And then next to the appetizers, there's another saying, right? Like I'll never forget just because a lot of the New England coaches – Typically have different sands. They put up different spots. And so, like, durability is more important than ability. Every battle is won before yeah. it's fought. Uh, what else do we have? It's a no-fight. Uh, play like a champion yeah. today. It, listen, well, it, oh, it, easy, easy to stagger, okay? You're yeah. walking on, on sacred ground there. <laughs> or it's no, painting or, 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 the visiting example, locker room pink. I mean, that is, talk about the most subliminal, oh, right? Coaches have done sure. that. 
Sure. I would, I would yeah. love that. Hey, Grey Cup update. UCLA kicker Justin Medluck with three, so it's a Winnipeg lead of 24-6 now over Hamilton. Right. Hey. There you go. Uh, now, uh, I will say this. The coach speak you're talking about, Brady Quinn, you know, oh, what, yeah. we, you know what we call the uh, our, us non-athletes? You know what we call that? We call that a no-fear T-shirts is what we call that. <laughs> so those are all written on the back Don't of no sacrifice what you want most for what yeah. you want now. Like, yeah. like remember there this one? Base is loaded. Two outs. Two strikes. No fear. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> it Jeez. sounds honestly like a... Uh, it's just so bad. Probably a 90s rock band it, lyric. It, yeah, you know? Something it, like Disheveled would have sang about. Oh, you know? gee, come on now. Oh, sorry we, sorry we can't take it uh, as cool of a photo as the Big Noon Boys. All right? We weren't... Uh, you know, we didn't have all the uh, the marketing behind <laughs> us, speaking Noon of which. Boys. That's good. Listen, that's going to stick. I'm telling you. The Big Noon Boys, <laughs> I that's going to stick. I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot you can do <laughs> with that. Sounds though. so weird. Uh, there is a lot you can do with that. All right, so uh, yeah. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. All right, so I want to make sure we've got enough time for this here, and I'm all about the clock. I'm all about clock management here on Fox Sports Radio. It's what I do. So because of that, I want to take a break, Brady Quinn, but when we come back, we're going to discuss a team that is a total full-fledged disaster right now, and still, they've got a great shot at hosting a playoff game. Find out who we're talking about next year on Fox Sports Radio. All right, little Allison Chains on a Sunday night. Damn straight, baby. All right, uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can always listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. Updating you on Sunday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers have a 7-0 lead over the Green Bay Packers. Uh, first quarter, about halfway through there, Green Bay getting the ball back uh, now has it deep inside their own territory. So San Fran uh, gets some plays on defense. Brady Quinn punches it in, and now uh, Aaron Rodgers and company got to figure out this defense defensive line well I, I don't know that you're figuring them out because they just have uh stud after stud after stud i mean so many first round picks which uh you know if you if this was a monday night football broadcast they would make you very very well aware of that you know <laughs> not, not, not sure if you've ever seen <laughs> yes. the 49ers on a monday night football sure broadcast am. but uh they they make sure you know how many first round draft picks uh they, they have up there but no look they're a tough matchup to go up against uh, besides their scheme, which isn't overly complicated, uh, Robert Sala stems from the uh, Seattle Seahawks tree, and so they don't give you too many variations of looks. But it's it's having to deal with how talented all these guys are, and uh, the Packers' offensive line is probably you know a top ten in the NFL. They're not bad, uh, but they will expose any weakness you have on this front. And I think we're seeing that so far in the first quarter. Uh, by the way, guy writes in on Twitter uh, poll question for tonight: Which one of the following racist s-head turd vomit bags would get the worst ass whooping? Jonas Knox, Riley Cooper, or Mason Rudolph? And so far, twelve votes are in, and I am leading the way. Uh, 13 votes, that's correct, yeah. and you are 62%. Yeah, okay. so. so it's funny, because I'm looking at 58%, so that means you must have known that there was another vote that went in, which means you just put in a vote for me, didn't you? 
You're such an a-hole. You have no, I get no support. I get no backup. Like literally caught red-handed, caught red-handed. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think you'd be able to figure that out that <laughs> quick on my there. So kudos to you. That is, you are one sharp cookie. That, let me tell that you. is unbelievable. The lack of support I get from Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, speaking of lack of support, uh, we must get into this here. Um, What's up with the Eagles, man? <laughs> Brady Quinn, uh, is anybody healthy? Is anybody healthy on the Eagles? I got to know. Uh, well, Carson Wentz, I thought was. <laughs> now he's banged up. And then I saw him miss quite possibly some of the easiest throws that you're ever going to have. Okay, like if you can't hit a, hit a running back who's – I don't know, maybe 10 yards away from you uh, or or a screen to your right. I mean, he somehow airmailed two throws that – and by the way, it wasn't even that close. No. Like, the running back didn't even get a hand on either one of them. Uh, he was throwing I, ground I just, balls. I, I, no, no, those weren't ground balls. He airmailed those. And and that's where I, I come away and just go, wow, this is, uh, this is a sign of something. I don't know what it is, and – I, I even I'm trying to think who was on that broadcast. It was, it was Charles uh, Davis and, and Kevin Burkhardt, and I, I think Burkhardt asked Charles. He said, "Is the win that bad where it would impact that throw?" And, and I don't care if it's you know consistently at 20 miles an hour, that throw you should still be able to make. So I, it, it's tough to figure out what's going on. Look, they, they were battling some injuries, um, and that's going to hurt their offense and their uh, production explosiveness. But the bottom line is. Carson Wentz is not playing consistently at a high level, like we saw from him a couple years ago before uh, when he was on an MVP pace no. and before he got injured and missed the rest of that season. So this this is not a good spot for the Eagles, but you know what? Their schedule is so easy compared yeah, to the Cowboys. It, it, so. it is, and that's why I say like they're a disaster right now in a lot of different areas, and they could still be hosting a playoff game even with all the injuries. And look, I know the injuries are a real issue, and when you're you you know you're banged up at running back, I mean, they signed Jay Ajay for like the ninth time in the last year and a half because they're so banged up at running back. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey can't stay healthy. Nelson Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson's out. I, I get all of that. They've had issues on the offensive line. I get it. Man, New England's been banged up too. Like, like New England was was contemplating or at least kicking the tires on maybe signing Antonio Brown, who made reference to Bob Kraft going to a massage parlor in the offseason. Okay, so like that is that is how desperate New England was, yet New England figures it out, and their quarterback is in his 40s. I just I think the worst thing to happen to Carson Wentz's career was Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl because whether he's uh, subconsciously doing it or whether it's noticeable to other guys on that team, I, I think part of the reason why maybe he doesn't dump the ball off, and that's been a complaint by some people that has come out that he doesn't check down enough, I think he feels like he's constantly got to prove himself, even with the contract and all that. I And I think it's totally natural. If if somebody stepped in for me and the show got massive ratings and I was out with an injury and, and the show was better without me, when I did come back, I would be trying too hard. And I think that's what Carson Wentz is doing. You could make the case, too, if Nick Foles is on the roster, maybe he feels a little more pressure. Maybe he feels like he's got to prove something. And, and you can make the case that with him not being there, just because of what he accomplished, he feels like that. But... I, I don't know. I mean, look at what Nick Foles is doing now in Jacksonville. There's car calls for getting Gardner Minshew back yeah. out there after today's performance. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm not going to go that far. I just think he doesn't have a lot of help. Their offensive line 
which was one of the top three units pretty consistently over the past few years, is banged up. It's not playing that way. There's no help on, on the ground in the rushing attack. Uh, at, at the wide receiver spot, they desperately need Deshaun Jackson, that sort of speed on the outside. They don't have that. And, and their secondary has, has given up a bunch of big plays that have led to points. And um, as good as their defense played today, because I, I do think they kept them in that ball game, they haven't done that enough this year. So this is just its one of those years where they don't need to figure it out as bad as it sounds. You know, because they're capable. If they got healthy, that team's, that roster's talented enough where they could get into the playoffs and actually start winning some games yeah. and, and surprise a lot of people. I remember I was talking to Charles Woodson about this when he was in studio with us the other week because, you know, he, <laughs> we joke about, um, you know, just the uh, the pregame Super Bowl speech he gave. AJ would always kind of laugh and talk about one of the things Charles had said, but he was we were talking about that run that they went on, and I think they had to win their final two in order to get in as a wild card team. Yeah. And he said it was just funny how, for whatever reason, that sparked things, and from then on out, their defense played lights out the rest of the postseason and ultimately led them to a Super Bowl. And, and he just said, you know, it's as long as you get in that tournament, like nothing else matters that happened in the past. It's all about what you do on a week-by-week basis at that point. And that's where some teams could be really scary if they have the right pieces and if they can get back healthy or, or get back into a rhythm and get some momentum. Uh, by the way, on the uh, Sunday night football game, and, and I do remember that season because Lovey Smith played the Bears starters the entire way the 17th week of the season, just hoping they could not Green Bay out. The Bears had nothing to play for. They were already locked into the playoffs, but they were so right. desperate to keep Aaron Rodgers and them out of the postseason, and they ended up meeting him in the NFC title game in Green Bay. And who won, won that game? Super Bowl. Who won that uh, the game? Green Bay Packers. That's right. From what I recall, right. I, didn't, I didn't pay enough attention to it. Uh, really, to be honest with you, I had some other things going on, like laundry and stuff, so I was really just kind of focused on that. <laughs> a lot of socks but, in yeah, the laundry. Absolutely, huh? yeah. For some reason, I never buy two, only one at a time. I don't know what that is. Uh, by the way, did you see the uh, penalty that was just called in Sunday Night Football? You want to take a guess as to what the penalty was? It was just called in Sunday Night Football, Brady Quinn. Uh, what's the one that you have? Illegal hands to the face. Uh, yep, illegal use of the hands. Yeah, illegal use, use of the hands. It's yep. a plague. It's a plague. It's it's not. And nobody wants to talk about Get Dean Blandino it's, on the phone. Can we talk to Dean Blandino for God's I'll sake? I'll be talking to him tomorrow. Okay. I've actually been emailing back and forth with him tonight about his Twitter account since he took... He uh, had an issue with what Mike Pereira said during the broadcast. And he tweeted... <laughs> He tweeted an emoji out to display the uh, displeasure. Man, uh, friendly fire, huh? I mean, that's yeah. uh, here, here at the yeah. network. Unbelievable. Uh, first Tim Brando and now Dean Blandino. Crazy. Huh? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play look i'm not a big fan of hot takes it's not what i do i'm more of a play it safe kind of guy that's the kind of uh, world that i live in i leave the hot take stuff to brady quinn so i i don't think this is a hot take but i'll just say this there's a quarterback in the nfl whose career is over and we'll get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on over 200 Fox Sports Radio affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are, we appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. If you've tuned in to get uh, live updates on on the Suns and the Nuggets, who are currently at the half, uh, you can go ahead and tune right out. We will not be talking about that game at all on this show. So uh, for Nuggets and Suns fans, uh, exit stage right. We talk football on this show. Brady Quinn. You really think there's people who tuned into this show to hear about the Nuggets and Suns? Well, uh, no, but I do. Let me ask you this. Yeah, okay. Who was watching Tennessee Jacksonville? Other than fans, people who had fantasy implications, and people that work in the in the business like we do. Guilty, guilty as charged. Um, I, I wasn't. It. I wasn't really watching it. I had it on on a split screen. <laughs> I did too. And I, uh, I'm going to be honest. It, it was my eyes really didn't come off of the screen much <laughs> uh, to watch that game. I, I think I would peek over every time. Derrick Henry made a big run, or A.J. Brown made a nice play running to the end zone, or just went to see Ryan, see how Ryan Tannehill was playing. That was about it. I, that I, was about it. I'll be honest you know? with you. I didn't know Ryan Tannehill was on the Titans till the third quarter. I, I was stunned. I had no idea. When did that happen? When did when did the Titans sign Ryan Tannehill? I thought he was a Dolphin. What the hell do I know? I mean, <laughs> just it's amazing. I had no idea that happened. I will that say this. That sounds like uh, negligence on your part, I, I, okay, Come on. We're, we're busting yeah. balls here, all right? Yeah, well, I, 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 he's I, played really well. I know he has. I mean, absolutely. Um, he's the fir- You know he's the first Titan quarterback to throw for two t- passing touchdowns and rush for two since Steve McNair 
almost two decades ago. That's impossible. I, Marcus isn't Mariota it, no, but was drafted that, number two. Isn't overall. that weird to think about, considering like Mariota's ability and everything else, like that he never did that during his time? Uh, when do you think the uh, excuses are going to come out for Mariota that it was Ken Wisenhunt who almost got him killed when he was a coach there? When do you think those are going to come out? Because those were those were floating around at the time, if you recall. That was part of the reason why they said. Well, sure. Ken I mean, Wisenhunt and, and Wisenhunt's no longer calling plays. He got fired with the Chargers. Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe those are resurface. I, I mean, Mark Smart is going to be probably looking for a new home after this year. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I don't. Do you think he's done? Is he? Is he just going to be a backup moving forward, or do you think he needs he, a change of scenery? So th- there's two concerns I have about him. You know, one, he's kind of a different cat, where he just kind of seems pretty laid back and just how he handles himself. He's a wine, brother. That's what we do. And and sometimes I wonder if he would want to be in a role where he would be a backup. You know, this is different, right? He's under contract. This is kind of the first time in his life he's ever experienced anything like this. And so I wonder how much longer he'd want to continue to play professional football because he's already made a fair amount of money based on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how much longer he'd want to continue if he wasn't the guy. Um, that would be one thought. I also wonder, as a backup, it's tough, man. I mean, you've really got to have a certain mindset as a backup. You know, you've got to be the kind of guy that – is is willing to just kind of throw it all out there, even though you're not prepared, and, and and looking at you know having things work out. You know, it's like it's like it'd be like going to a bar alone. Okay, if you're single, you're going to a bar alone. You're not with your guys. You're not with a group of people where you're meeting other people, and it's a little easier to create conversation or play the name game and all that. No, you're out there solo. Okay, you're bird dogging it. And you just walk up, man, and, and you've got to, you know, you, you you've got to throw in some tight windows. You got to try to make some things happen. Uh, and, and if you strike out, or if you throw an interception, or things don't work out, it's on you. You yeah. know, you're you're there by yourself, get embarrassed. It's kind of like that. Like that's how it is coming off the bench as a backup QB. There's there's not many expectations. People are hoping you can give them a spark, but you didn't get any reps all week, so. You kind of got to just go in there and, and wing it and make it happen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, going to the bar alone, I can relate, man. When I moved to uh, Charleston, South Carolina for radio, I didn't know anybody. I had no choice but to go out alone. That was yeah. it. There was no other option. And uh, let me tell you something, quite effective from time to time. I know? was just going to say, that could work out it, really well. I'm telling you, man. Charleston. Very, very mysterious. Low, low, great, uh, great ratio, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, very mysterious. I mean, I can remember a Halloween night uh, at a place called the Social Wine Bar uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. Where I didn't realize it was Halloween, and uh, I realized I had no costume on, and somebody came up to me and they said, uh, "So what are you dressed as?" And I said, "Oh, I'm dressed as a guy who makes seven hundred dollars every two weeks doing radio. How about you?" And uh, never heard from her again. <laughs> <It's> amazing, <laughs> amazing how uh, how that travels all the way from that kind of attitude travels all the way from L.A. over to Charleston, South Carolina. But you know, can't win them all, Brady Quinn. Uh, can I can I say this though? Because um, I mentioned a hot take to you, and I want to throw this hot take at you. Okay, you ready for yeah. this? This is what you're about, all right. so I'm all for it. All right, so so put on the uh, uh, put on the protective wear. All right, this is a hot take. Flames will be coming through the speakers right now. Mason Rudolph's career is over. Done. Bye bye. See ya. And it's not just because he got benched earlier uh, for Devlin Hodges, which I believe that's his name. I believe it's Devlin Hodges. That's right. That's um, right. They call him Duck. It's not just because of that. It's because he was labeled as a racist earlier in the week. And that is something, even if it's not true, he will never shake. That's going to be stuck with him. He'll be branded with that because there will be a, a portion of the audience and a portion of the people that watch football that forever will assume that he's a racist. That is the tough part about that whole conversation is 
you know, if, if only Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph know what was said. And is there a chance that something was misinterpreted? Potentially. You know, maybe maybe he did say that and, and that's why Miles Garrett, for whatever reason, you know, wanted to wait until he spoke to the NFL or go there in person to plead his case, knowing that it was gonna be a really, you know, hot button topic. Um so it, the tough part is is if he didn't say it, it is kind of a convenient thing to use as a way to try to get out of the suspension yep. for his actions. And and the and the hard part is is even though Miles Garrett will always be associated with that act, Mason Rudolph's always going to be associated with saying something like that, whether he said it or not. Hundred percent, because that's the that, that's that's the you know culture that we live in right now. It is you have to prove your innocence as, as approved, you know, as as you know, compared to people kind of proving your guilt, and and that's a it's a crazy time to be alive where reputations are at risk like that. But unfortunately, that is the day and age we're in with Twitter, with social media, and how everything gets circulated where there's not a whole lot of facts behind them. It's more opinions. It's more guesses. It's more you know, hearsay. He said, you know, he said that, that, that sort of thing. And, and that, that makes it kind of tough to even you know, really discuss or know what's going on, uh, you know, all those things considered. You, uh, when you're a quarterback, if you fall in love with your first read every time, that's problematic, right? Uh, Justin Herbert. What, what, well, what yeah, I mean, yeah, but but like bigger point. But that's that's an issue, right? If you're a scout and you're scouting somebody, because I'm yeah. I'm making yeah. a parallel. That's that's kind of how the Mason Rudolph accusation goes, and that's kind of how accusations in general go, because a lot of people just fall in love with their first read, the first thought. Oh, he's a racist. Even if new developments come out. There's still going to be people that fall in love with that first thought. They pay no attention to the second, the third, whatever. As, as, as everything is developing, they just focus on that. He, this is stuck with him forever, and it's going to be in the back of his mind forever. And he's gonna. there's going to be teammates, if he goes somewhere else, that are going to wonder, is that guy a racist? And because there's no clear-cut way to prove that he didn't say it, he'll never be able to prove it, and it's going to be stuck with him forever. And I think when you get branded with that, we can say whatever we want about, oh, well, Riley Cooper got a second chance. Has anybody heard from Riley Cooper since? Have no. you seen Riley Cooper do any analyst work anywhere? I have Riley Cooper uh, could have turned into Megan Cooper. I have no idea. Nobody's heard from him. He's disappeared off the uh, vanished off the face of the earth. Mason Rudolph got branded with something that he'll never be able to prove didn't happen, and I think it's terrible if it's untrue. I think it's awful. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate if it wasn't true. If it is true, uh, again, it, it it comes with the territory, you know. If you made that mistake, that's what comes along with it. Um, and, but again, we don't know, right? We we don't know one way or another, and and that's the hard part. Is it's not like that. It's not an issue that anyone's going to be fighting for Mason Rudolph to prove his innocence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and, and so that's that's the hard thing is uh, unless there was proof that it happened one way or another. The fact that we don't know it, it kind of leaves it open ended, and no, and no one's out there advocating for Mason Rudolph. You know, and then making sure that we find evidence that it didn't happen to clear his name of it. But that's again, that's the world we live in right now. Uh, here was Mason Rudolph talking about the accusations. This was Mason Rudolph uh, earlier today. It's totally untrue. You know, I couldn't believe it, and I couldn't believe that you know he would go that route after after the fact. But it is what it is. I think I moved on. One day it was tough, but moved on. We're good, good to go now. Right, that that's good in theory. Unfortunately, a lot of people won't move on from it. Sorry, just just the way it is. Uh, do you want to hear from Mike Tomlin talking about why he decided to bench Mason Rudolph earlier today? You want to hear from him? Yeah, of course. All right, here he is. Just felt like our office needed a spark. Mason wasn't doing enough 
Duck came in and provided us with a spark, made a couple plays. Uh, we'll see what next week holds next week. But I like the contributions of Duck. I like his readiness. I appreciate the efforts of Mason and also appreciate the support of Mason after we made the change. That's how we get down. Yeah. Listening to those comments, there's a better chance of me starting than Mason Rudolph next week. Duck, he called him, he's calling him his nickname. Uh, Devlin's going to be the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh, Brady. That's two hot takes for you. Well, one thing that I think Duck uh, or Devlin does better than what Mason's (laughs) done is, you know, very early on when Mason first got there, it seemed like when they threw the football, they almost felt like he was a liability. Everything, everything was around five yards down the field or, or behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, they really weren't pushing the ball down the field. And then Devlin Hodges, when he would come in, you started to see them push the ball down the field more, you know, take shots. And we saw that a little bit from Rudolph, uh, you know, the, the last maybe couple games, but just not enough in my opinion. And I think they maybe feel a little bit more confident in Hodges' ability to make something out of nothing. Because right now, like, they sit at the sixth seed in the NFC playoff picture. Like, they're, they've got a winning record. They're a team that can still make the playoffs, and so they've got to prepare someone they feel confident in with that defense to potentially you know, try to get some wins and make a run. I mean, I, I think this honestly could be Mike Tomlin's best coaching job, all things considered, and he won't get credit for it because no. it doesn't work like that. But, but with thinking about what they lost and what they've done or accomplished – he should get some consideration for coach of the year. Well, think about it. A, a year ago at this, or let's two years ago at this time, if you were to say who's got the best quarterback, wide receiver, running back combination in the NFL, the answer would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I mean, you had Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. Statistically, you could easily make, uh, have made that argument. Yeah, uh, all three of those guys are gone for different reasons, and they're six and five. How the hell did that happen? Like I don't, I have no idea how the Steelers are, are above five hundred. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. And if and if they do get to the postseason, if they do make the playoffs, I'm on board with you. I think Mike Tomlin should get serious consideration for Coach of the Year. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I think. I think he, serious con- consideration for Coach of the Year. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, you're sharing my sentiment. I know you're trying to make your hot take there, but I already made the hot take. So. I, I was just yeah. trying to stick the landing. No, it's all right. Listen, it was already there. Let, let me. Let me it just. Was already do- there. Let me explain to you. Now, your wife, Alicia. It's almost, it's almost like saying Chase Young should win the Heisman, okay. right? And then someone else saying that right after you say Yeah, well, but but don't worry about it. I'm opening up my new restaurant uh, down the street. Here's the thing. Uh, your wife, Alicia, she was a, a an Olympic gymnast. Um, you ask her, what's the most important thing about your routine? And she says, stick the landing. And guess what I just did there, Brady? I stuck the landing. We stuck that landing. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like landing a plane, right? Traveling from L.A., to Miami for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That of which you, my friend, will be attending. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We will see. That is, uh, that's the plan. We will see. But we're, crazy stuff happens. Crazy stuff happens up there, Brady Quinn. You never know. You never know. Uh, all right. He is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right. Coming up next. So I just gave out a hot take. It's Brady Quinn's turn. All right, this is a hot take machine gun. The chamber is full, and Brady Quinn has got the hottest of hot takes, and it's a spinoff from college football to the NFL. Find out what it is next here on FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play is is this song uh censored i don't know man i'm uncomfortable <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on there this song makes you feel uncomfortable <laughs> it makes me feel like we should be playing yeah, it on radio right I, now. like i'm uh i'm like updating my resume as we speak like i, I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna be here next week oh man <laughs> Uh, oh, yes. mean, how, this how is this is allowed edited. to be played on radio? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, this is uh, Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Let's make the show a good one, you yeah. know, because it might be our last. Yeah, you can uh, <laughs> you can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up uh, a little over ten minutes from now here on on <laughs> Fox Sports show. Radio, uh, Brady Quinn thinks that there's a quarterback in the NFL who's a modern day Joe Namath. All right, he thinks there's a modern-day Joe Namath in the NFL. Uh, we will find out who that is coming up 10 minutes from now, and that must be a good thing because Joe Namath is a Hall of Famer. So that must be a good thing. That's so, right. Uh, so the big reveal 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, uh, we do have uh, an update on Sunday Night Football. The San Francisco 49ers have a 10 nothing lead, nine minutes to go. Their lead over the Green Bay Packers with nine minutes to go in the first half. Green Bay has the football. But so far, uh, Green Bay unable to get anything really working uh, on offense uh, and trying to figure it out. So... Uh, at some point, when do, when does Aaron Rodgers just uh, pretend his headset is broke and just go into two minute drill? When does that happen? Um, they're not approaching that yet, <laughs> and and I don't I don't think it'd be smart to because 
that offensive line is not gonna <laughs> is not gonna play well versus this defensive front if they're that one dimensional. So and another holding penalty. Uh, look, if you, I, I, how many penalties have been called this season? And I'm not saying like, uh, you know, penalties that have been accepted. I mean, in total, how many penalties do you think have been called this season? Like, like best guess, probably a thousand. Yeah, I was going to say so many. Yeah, it, too many. Yeah, it's a lot. It, you know, I, I would, I would like to see this. I would like to see the officials really be a hundred percent sure if they're making a tripping call, if they're making illegal hands to the face. Because I don't think that was the right call either in that instance. No. I, I feel like I'd want to err on the side of keeping the flag in my pocket. It'd be, it'd be nice to see that, right? Yeah. And uh, and it seems like they're not doing that. Almost like they've been told to call everything and, you know, we'll figure it out. You know, just just over, over-regulate everything just to play safe. And it's like... It, okay. It's almost as if they're willing to test, like, the fan base and, and, and viewership and all that by saying... We're going to make sure the officiating is uh, so blatantly inconsistent that it's going to be a talking point. Like It's going to be something that continues the conversation about the NFL, not only through the season, but into the offseason, yeah. as far as what changes we're going to make just to keep this controversy going, because any publicity is good publicity, right? I actually think, uh, I got one for you, I think the officials are being paid off by Adam Silver. <laughs> How about that? That's a hot take. Yeah. Adam Adam <laughs> Silver. That would be the definition like, of a hot take. Yeah, Adam, Adam Silver took some of that China a some of that China purely money. <laughs> baseless uh claim. That is the best bet of a hot take as I've yeah, ever heard. Adam Silver took some of that China money and he uh paid off the NFL officials to make uh, the NBA look a little bit better. That's what I think. How about that? No, I have no evidence of that at all. That, that is called <laughs> Reckless Radio here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> that is a hot take. Uh, that is as hot as it gets. And for those of you that takes takes that seriously, relax. All right, this show is is riddled in sarcasm. It's what we do here. Uh, you know, we're not here to do uh, to do X's and O's. Which, by the way, Brady Quinn, make sure you get your questions over for Dean Blandino. Uh, all right, right. so uh, Brady Quinn, uh, you have a hot take. Speaking of hot takes, um, you think that. Something in college football needs to happen. Although it probably won't happen, you think somebody is deserving of something. The floor is yours, sir. Chase Young, the defensive end at Ohio State, should win the Heisman. Now, typically this award doesn't go to any player other than a quarterback. And and so take that with a grain of salt because I am a former quarterback. I was a two-time finalist for the Heisman. So uh, I can sit here and tell you, to me – it's one unfair from that standpoint when you see a player who's as dominant as Chase Young has been this year. I mean, for starters, he already broke the single-season sack record for Ohio State, which has had a number of, in recent years, impactful players, high draft picks, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, just name a couple, okay, who played defensive end. He went ahead and he beat their, you know, their single-season sack record. He's going to probably have the career record shortly. He's got at least, at least three more games. Okay, he had three this past week. Could have technically had four, but they called a fumble, uh, a botched shotgun snap, a fumble, which ended up being a tackle for loss as opposed to the quarterback dropping back. So they, they, they counted it as, like I guess, a rushing attempt. But anyway, and I don't want to get into semantics. They could come into play later on. But the point is we have not seen a defensive player be able to dominate a game like this and be this impactful to a team's ability on defense and to have a shot at winning a national championship since 
I don't know when. Because the last defensive player to win one was Charles Woodson. Yeah. And Charles Woodson had to be a returner yep. and had to play receiver on offense as well in order to win it. Like You can look at the Indomitian Sues. You can look at the Warren Saps. You can look at some of the other players that factored in. Aaron Donald, I think, finished 10th okay, when he was at Pitt. Chase Young, in my opinion, shouldn't only be a finalist. He should also win the award. When you take into account the, the statistical argument, we're in a day and age where, Jonas, it's easier to put up stats as a quarterback. Oh, 100%. The game's spread out. The tempo of the offense is picked up. Easy completions, easy yards after the catch. Everything for the quarterbacks has become easier to put up stats. You know what's harder? You know what's harder on? Defense. A defense, and yep. in particular a defensive end. When the ball's out of their hand quick, there's all sorts of different things they try to do to basically, basically neutralize the guy. And he's not just one-dimensional. He had nine tackles in the game. You know, whether they're running at him, away from him, he, he's, he's the most dominant f- football player I've seen at his position at least in the past couple of decades. It, it better, you know, I really can't think of anyone else that comes close. Uh, better prospect than Clowney. You know, that comparison to me is it, it's, it's, it's inaccurate. And the reason why I say that is people are going to look at their frame, and I do think their frame is similar, at least in the upper body, and they're going to say, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's Javian Clowney. You know? The difference with Clowney was, one, he was skinny with his lower body. He wasn't as, he's not as explosive as Chase Young is, and he has a harder time cutting and turning yeah. and, and getting around to get to the quarterback. You know, Chase Young doesn't have that issue. He, to me, he's closer to Julius Peppers. Now, he's a little smaller than him, but you're also taking into account he, he's young. You know, he's 6'6", 270 right now. He could put on another 10 pounds, 15 pounds, and get close to that 290 number where Julius Peppers was. The reason why I think that will be hard to do is Peppers was a little bit broader, and so he, he had a little bit, you know, I think he had more room to put on weight. But th- this kid, I mean, th- that's who he reminds me of. You know, he's that kind of dominant player, and I, I just it, it's unfair that he's not going to get rewarded the way he should. And, and can you imagine if he would have played in the Rutgers game in the Maryland game. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, he's getting. He, what's you he gonna can, end you can up throw five sacks. You can throw on another at least, you know, four sacks there. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like you could at least throw on another four sacks there, and he's already at twenty. He'd be at what twenty, twenty and a half, something like that. Yeah, I think uh, the the and plus the reason why I say he's better than Clowney. I was at, in South Carolina when Clowney was there, and uh, look, you ask anybody who covered the Gamecocks at that time, that was Melvin Ingram's team. Melvin Ingram was the better defensive player on that team. There was only really one year that you can argue that Jadevian Clowney in his time in South Carolina was their best defensive player because you had other really good players that were there. Uh, Quincy Quarles, I, 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 I think I think that's his, Kelsey Quarles, I think is his name, was a really good interior defensive lineman for South Carolina at the time. They had dudes on that team. Chase Young ruins games and there were a couple of almost sacks that he had he went for a strip late against Penn State that would have been another sack had he got it he ruins games this is where I think the conversation because I'm with you I I I would have no issue at all with him winning the Heisman Trophy I don't think it's going to happen but I have no issue if it does happen here's what I want to ask you though you're the Cincinnati Bengals you're picking number one in the draft you need a quarterback but you got Chase Young sitting there what do you do I would take Chase Young, and the reason why I said that is he, he's going to impact your team. He, he's a can't-miss guy. And when you look at this quarterback class, 
Joe Burrow's having a phenomenal year. He's from Athens, Ohio. Um, you know, who knows what the rest of the year will hold. My question is, and, and look, I'm still trying to sort this out and figure this out, and so that's part of the reason why I'm saying Chase Young right now because it's a no-brainer. Um, why, why he made such a big jump from last year to this year? You know, is it just about their passing game coordinator they brought in? Is it the maturation of their wide receivers who have stepped up around him? Um, their running back, Clyde Edwards uh, Lair, never gets enough credit for how good he is. Uh, I just, I, I kind of look at the numbers and I'm going, he's played fantastic versus some of the toughest opponents. And yet I kind of come away still going, if he goes to a team, though, where he's got to really elevate the level of play of everyone else out around him, will he be able to do that? Or is he kind of already at as good as we're going to see from him? So, you know, I kind of have some questions about him in that regard. Justin Herbert's too inconsistent, even though he's got a ton of raw potential and ability, a rocket for an arm and all that. You have no idea what Tua Tungavailoa is going to do, but I I would imagine he's going to come out and go pro. It just comes down to, you know, what he'll be able to showcase for teams and how far he could potentially drop if teams are really that concerned about his injury history, in particular the hip, and then, you know, not even being able to play him his rookie year. So, you know, there's there's just questions is really what it is about all these guys. And if you don't feel confident or comfortable with them, why go with them? It, you know, it, why put yourself in this situation where after year three you might be saying, man, I, I wish we didn't make that pick. And also, what if you took Chase Young, and I threw this idea out this weekend, what if you took Chase Young number one overall and then you're picking at the top of the second round and a guy like Jake Fromm is sitting there? Is there enough of a difference between Jake Fromm and, and uh, Joe Burrow to pass on Chase Young? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, statistically, you could make an argument this year, but I also think, you know, he, Joe Burrow's got way better wide receivers than what, you know, Jake Fromm's dealing yeah. with in Georgia. You know, right now, they've got a lot of young wide receivers. They, they're talented, but they're young. They're still growing up. And um, I think that's that's played a part or played a role in all of it. And I also think, um, you know, if you look at, like, they went through an offensive coordinator change. You know, Cheney left to go up to Tennessee. And so they changed over that offense. And I think that there was a little bit of a learning process this year that, that people don't really want to talk about. So, you know, to me, to your point, I don't think there's that that big of a difference. But people are going to look at the stats and try to make it seem yeah. like they're a world apart. And they're really not. And by the way, we're going to get to watch them play in the SEC championship game, which is going to be a ton of fun to see those two square off. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer, and include your FICO credit score. Check in your scorecard. Won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. There's a quarterback in the NFL that is the modern-day Joe Namath. It must be a good thing. It must be a good thing. Find out who it is next here on FSR for all the latest stuff from around the world of sports, including Sunday Night Football and the flat biller himself, Kyle Shanahan. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager. Niners still up 10-0 on Green Bay. And by the way, I looked it up. The Heisman people say the highest finish ever by a pure defensive lineman in Heisman voting. 1980, Hugh Green of Pitt was second to the winner, George Rogers. As far as in our lifetimes, Steve Entman, remember when Washington won the national title early 90s. He finished fourth in Heisman voting. Warren Sapp was sixth a few years later. And Damakong Su, I remember Heisman talk for him a decade yeah. ago. He finished fourth. Jadevian Clowney finished sixth in the voting. 
And uh, also Jonathan Allen at Alabama was seventh, and that was three years ago in the voting. Three and a half minutes left in the first half in the Bay Area. It's the Niners 10-0 over Green Bay. They got an early touchdown after forcing a fumble from Aaron Rodgers, a Northern California native. So the offense for Green Bay has been shut out to this point on third down efficiency. They're 0 for 7 so far. The Niners offense 0 for 4 on third downs. Not much offense in the game at New England or the game at Philadelphia, but here are the finals. New England beat Dallas 13-9, and Seattle was a 17-9 winner at Philly. Eagles had five turnovers. Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz, one touchdown, two interceptions, two fumbles today, and he'll have tests on his injured right hand now this week. New Orleans is 9-2, same as Seattle. New Orleans over Carolina, 34-31 on a field goal on the final play. Michael Thomas great again, 10 receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Tennessee over Jacksonville, 42-20. Tennessee scored four touchdowns in six offensive plays at one point in the third quarter. Buffalo is 8-3 after whipping Denver 20-3. Jets won their third straight. Tampa Bay and Washington with wins. The Redskins got two field goals in the last two minutes for a 19-16 victory over Detroit, which has lost four in a row. Detroit hosts the Bears on Thanksgiving Thursday on Fox TV. The Bears were 19-14 winners over the Giants, who've lost seven in a row. Cleveland won its third straight, and Pittsburgh was a 16-10 winner at Cincinnati. The Bengals, who fumbled twice in the fourth quarter, are 0-11 now. In the NBA, Dallas a 137-123 winner at Houston. In the loss, James Harden from three-point range, 2-15. Brooklyn and Sacramento with road wins as well. Boston's Kemba Walker with a sprained neck is doubtful for tomorrow's game against Sacramento. In college, Hoops number two Louisville held on 82-76 over Akron. And we have an update on the Grey Cup. People, this is Canadian Football League's championship game. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are leading with three minutes to go. 30-12 to over the Hamilton Ticats, as they're known. And kicker from UCLA, Justin Medlock, is 5-for-6 on field goals tonight for what appears to be the winning side, Winnipeg. Damn, Damn that's awesome. All right, yeah. L- love me some Grey Cup. Yeah. Big uh, Calgary Stampeder guy myself. And he's lining up for another field goal now. This could be in a championship game, six field goals made. Uh, you find somebody who cares. Is that uncommon? You know By what? the way, in, in is the it CFL? good? Yeah, it's good, Steve. I believe we have a. That's the goalposts on the front of the end zone, so that wasn't very long. Uh, by the way, find find you someone find you someone that's as find you someone as passionate about your work as Steve is about Justin Medlock's work. I mean, that right. is really something. What, what is with that, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a fascination with? I that? looked up the box score, and that was the first name and maybe the only the name recognized? I recognized. <laughs> Didn't the uh, I think the Winnipeg. Uh, Quarterback was at Cincinnati, Zach Caleros. It's oh, why, yeah. It, it, he was really good there. Okay. It's why Did he take over after Tony Pike, I believe? Oh, I, I do remember that you name remember as well. That? I think, I think, I think Brian you were Kelly took him undefeated yes. that year. And they're excellent. They had a big snow game at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's why people still eat McDonald's when they travel, because it's something they recognize. So Justin Medlock is Steve's McDonald's. He recognized him in the box score and said, you know what? That'll be the one I focus on. I don't on. want to be in the car yeah, when he's driving, way, but yes, he's a very good kicker. That is 100% not true, because I actually don't eat it for that specific I, man, reason. I, I, it, I know listen, exactly what it is when I, I recognize it. I don't either. I was just making a comparison. People, what a hot take. No, nobody... First of all, you think anybody sober listening to this show? They're not going to remember this conversation. I hope they are. It's a Sunday. People got to work tomorrow. Yeah, that'll stop them. Uh, can I? Uh, you mentioned this earlier, Brady. By the way, I don't know if you saw this. Live Bet Jesus sent out a tweet. Uh, I, I'm assuming he's going to be making a. Why pick is he here always up. showing up an hour late into the show? 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe he found a new strategy. Whatever it is, it's working. He's won four straight. So Live Bet Jesus will be coming up uh, next here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you've got, I've got to pay off this tease because we're uh, pro- broadcast professionals here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, there's a quarterback that you are making comparisons to Joe Namath. Which quarterback is that, Brady Quinn? It'd be one Jameis Winston. I mean, they look identical, so I could understand why you would say that. Well, I'm not going that far. It's more the charisma, right? It's more about eating eating dubs. Yeah. Well, (laughs) eating eating dubs with some of his pregame speeches. No, uh, it it specifically only has to do with, in this day and age, if you are a one-to-one touchdown-interception ratio quarterback, you're, you're viewed as a guy who can't be a future starter, right? Yes. But you tell me, what was Joe Namath's career touchdown-interception ratio? I, I think he threw 50 more INTs and touchdowns for his career. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Now, look, he's won a Super Bowl, and you know he's very charismatic. And the game has changed. It's light years from where it was back then. Now, now there were some of your outlier performances. You know, Johnny Unitas used to toss the football around all the time. Uh, and so you, you do have certain guys who started to pave the way for what the game is today, but... I just I find it interesting because everyone's like, well, is Jameis going to be the quarterback of the Bucks next year? And there's throws in the game where you go, wow, yeah, like he pushes the ball down the field. He's with Bruce Arians and he's fully embodied the you know no risk it no biscuit you know type strategy. But there's also the interceptions that come from that, and then they're not all on him. You know, we we did a whole demo this past weekend in, in regards to college football, and you know, Coach Urban Meyer talked about how 50 percent of the picks, at least in his experience usually ended up being on someone else other than the quarterback, whether it's the wide receiver or the offensive line or something else, you know, causing that interception. And, you know, I would say in my experience, it's probably fair. It's probably right, right? Like between tip picks yeah. and miscommunication, all that kind of stuff. So I, I do think there's a fair amount that probably don't fall on his shoulders. But still, man, he, he, he puts the ball at risk so much. And it was a good win today. I was a little bit shocked. Even though it was fourth and sixteen, but down by, you know, two scores, and and you know Dan Quinn decided to go for a field goal at that point. I'm thinking to myself, I get it. It's fourth and sixteen, but you're on what they're twenty, I believe. Uh, you know, like you may want to just try to go for it in that case because. Even if you, you make the field goal, you're still down by two scores. And let me just say this: two I, touchdowns. Really. I, I love Diggs and Thielen. I'll take. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans Mike over Evans. those two any day of the week. Godwin, Mike Godwin's Evans unbelievable. So Mike Evans though is so low key good. I mean, it's it's outside of Michael Thomas, who may very well be um, the the best you know re- receiver of his class and in the NFL right now. Statistically, he's making that argument. Um, other than other than him, like I kind of I kind of sit there and say. Man, Mike Evans is right up there as, as as far as low key being as productive as we've seen right away as a rookie until today. Thousand yards, just book it and, every year. Thousand yards, almost ten touchdowns, and no personality issues, no drama, no BS. Literally, just plays football. No issues off the field, yeah. which is rare as a wide receiver. So that's, that's true. That's a great point. Uh, I thank you. Hey, can round of applause, Brady. First compliment of the show. Hour forty two in. First compliment of the show. Thank you to uh, Brady Quinn. Great point. That's a great point from Brady Quinn there. 
All right, you hit your quota, man. The over-under was at a half, and you already hit your quota. Good for you. Does that win me anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, right under here. Come get it. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. He is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, Live Bet Jesus. He's won four in a row. If you want to make money, it's real easy. Don't go anywhere. He's here for you next on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Throw him up, throw him up. <laughs> Is this uh Did you say that? <laughs> Was that part of the song or did you just say that? I did. Come on, man. <laughs> like I, I just I'm like, shocked Bobo didn't chime in there. Like I like I don't I listen stop to laughing. I, like, <laughs> like I don't listen to Pantera. Are you kidding me? I know Pantera. What exactly did you just say? Uh, I don't throw know, it up, man. throw it up. Yeah. Is that <laughs> yeah, throw it up. Throw it up, baby. Yeah. Uh, I feel like right. I'm with someone who's got the spins, you know? <laughs> the what? The spins, buddy. Yeah. It's when you drink too much, you know? Yeah. Throw it up, throw it up. Never mind. Yeah, Brady gave out the uh, tip earlier uh, um, a couple of weeks ago. He said, if you have the spins, uh, put one foot on the floor. You know, well, yeah. yeah. You, you got to stabilize, but at the same time, you still want to be relaxed. Yeah. Well, uh, most yeah. of the time, I've got two feet on the floor because I'm throwing up in a trash can. So 
<laughs> the, the one foot or two feet, it doesn't matter. If I've got the spins, it's Barf City, baby. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We we should be hearing from Live Bet Jesus at some point here. Um, that's my best guess. He was uh, set to make an appearance here uh, in the next few minutes here on Fox Sports Radio, so not sure um, if that's going to happen. But I will say this, Brady Quinn, what a difference George Kittle makes for that San Francisco 49er offense. They now have a 20 to nothing lead over over the Green Bay Packers, just having Kittle uh, available and some an option to throw to, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's got all sorts of options out there, and uh, San Fran has a 20-point lead here. Well, you can make the case he's the best tight end in the game. Uh, they, Kyle Shanahan moves him around, uses him in a variety of ways, and as far as a matchup standpoint, what he does is, you know, you look at Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage and some of the, the, the safety or secondary players who are going to be focused on him, it occupies those guys, and, and they've got to sometimes try to bracket him, which leaves Debo Samuel in one-on-one coverage and other players in one-on-one coverage. So all that amounts to you know them being able to find productivity elsewhere. And Kyle Shanahan's one of the best play callers you're going to find in the NFL. And as long as Jimmy Garoppolo continues to execute everything the way he wants – this team's going to move the football. They're going to put up points, especially when a, a guy like Kittle's healthy. So I'm glad he's back. Because that's the other thing. Like when you get these sort of matchups and you don't have the best players playing, you kind of leave the game thinking, ah, I wonder how they really stack up. Yeah. This is an instance where we get to see that. And obviously, San Francisco's been dominant tonight. Uh, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer, and include your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Do you think anybody in uh, – so I just want to ask you about home field. If New Orleans has home field advantage throughout the, throughout the playoffs – it's a significant advantage. If it's Se- if it's Seattle, significant advantage. What about the 49ers? Eh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I mean, I, look, I think the um I think the fans would show out for playoff games, okay? You know, that that's that's a different time of year, it's a different element. It would be huge and I think they would show out for it. Um and so I don't want to say that at a huge disadvantage. Travel's the biggest thing. You know, it takes a toll on your body, it takes a toll on guys recovering. And so as, as much as the crowd noise and all that plays a factor in it, I mean, look, this defense has played well all year. And it's not like they've had a, a huge advantage like those other teams, you know, at home in regards to crowd noise. They're just that talented. And so, uh, you know, as much as we want to make a big deal about it, I don't think it plays as big of a factor as you think. And now, how many people were in attendance for that Foster's Farms Bowl? Or was it that, or did you call the Pac-12 championship game? You called one it was, of the It was there. both. That, that, yeah, we, we called both. And that was where... <laughs> There was probably I'm trying to think empty seat tough, day. <laughs> the, a lot of a lot of fans dressed the seats. It was tough because the Pac-12 championship game is in a location where, like that year, I think it was Washington, Colorado, and Washington was going to go to the playoff. And the problem for them was, if you're a fan of the Huskies, do you go to the Pac-12 championship game or do you wait and save up and try to travel to the college football playoff? That's that's a tough thing to have to you know afford and figure out. So. Yeah, and the Foster Farms Bowl, it wasn't a lot of a lot of people for that one. Nobody. Oh, okay, never mind Jesus. that. All right, forget Foster Farms. All right, forget about Foster Farms. Forget about Vandy Camps. Forget about all that stuff, Brady Quinn. The lights are out in the studio. I can't see anything. I don't even know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. And now all the TVs have shut off. Cars have stopped. They're looking up at the sky. There's a piece of paper falling down onto the desk. I want you to know that I'm being honest and, and being up front with you here, Brady. Listen to this. Tab from Urban's Pine House. Hold on. 
It is tonight on the 24th day of November 2019 that I, live bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be the Packers plus 20 and a half. How about that? I'm getting almost 21 points with Aaron Rodgers, Brady Quinn. I mean, mean, live bet Jesus is. How's that real? It's on the up and up. No way. So there is a team in the NFL that was completely embarrassed on Sunday, and it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. And they're a decent football team. We'll get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on over 200-plus affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the star of Fox's pregame show, the big noon kickoff. You saw him in Columbus, Ohio. He was celebrated. Rounds of applause everywhere. He's a Notre Dame fighting Irish legend, and he is also what makes this show tolerable, and his name is Brady effing Quinn. Well, that's that's a little bit too much because I'm a, I'm only part of a group, part of a band. And, yeah. and I believe what's what's that band called now? The Big Noon Boys. The Big Noon Boys. Yeah. That, let me tell you something. You ought to tell uh, Matt Liner, uh, Rob Stone, uh, Reggie, uh, uh, Coach Urban Meyer. Tell them that I came up with the name, the Big Noon Boys, and see what they think. Okay. Just see what they think. I'll I'll pass that along. I'll yeah. see what they say. Because if uh, you guys are a five a five man group, right? We yeah, are. It's five. Okay, so five man, five man band. Yeah, if you if so th- if three people agree to the Big Noon Boys, then it's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we we, we kind of kind of like to be one die all die. Yeah, you know, like everyone's on the same you know page. Okay, we move forward. With it. Hey, look, it's like the uh, I don't know if you if you've seen this movie or if we've ever talked about it. The movie Backdraft. It's like uh, you, I've never heard of yeah, that movie. You go, we go. Yeah, you know what I mean. You yeah. go, we go. Is that how uh, it sounds? Uh, <laughs> no, it sounds it sounds different. But I, but if I say it on how the exactly air, just, would it sound like? How does it sound in the movie? You go, we go. But it sounds like I'm constipated if I say that. So I don't. I don't. I don't. Sounds like a vehicle. Do that. Like a, you go was a vehicle. It, it, right? it almost sounds like you were calling for uh, us to play the sound drop, but Bobo was on a dating site at the time. So no, he's not on that anymore. It. Okay, he's focused. Fortunately, he's he's focused. To, yeah. Fortunately, we didn't get to play that. Let's go live to our. Are you still in a relationship, or are you back on multiple dating websites? Insider Bobo for the latest. Bobo, I am still in a relationship. Okay, and yeah. all the backdraft stuff that was put in the system has been deleted by who? Don't know. What? Who Every single a-hole? drop that has been put in a system from backdraft, all three of them are gone. Are you what'd serious? They, what they replace it with? No, Jonas, I just made that up. Yes, I'm serious. Well, Why on, would Bobo, they do that? What they replace it with? They didn't replace it with anything. It's gone. If I type in huh. backdraft like I used to, which is right here on my okay. screen, buddy, you can see this. So it not says like backdraft. you know lines from Goodwill Hunting, all right, or so, Boys so, okay, in the Hood, listen, or I mean any of their classics. All right, or a dumb Adam Sandler movie. Listen, uh, this mistakes are made. Or listen, I can understand that's an honest mistake. Tell me they didn't get rid of the ET drop. The Please, Elliot? yeah. Tell me, is that still in the system? Elliot's in the system okay. still, right, okay. but it's not labeled okay. right. All right, okay. Because I was going to say, if they got rid of the ET drop, I'm out of here. You can finish the show yourself. I'm gone. Like we we put in a lot of time to to grab the ET drop, especially this uh, th- this year, right? 
Yeah, especially this year. I mean, just the amount of work and effort that we have put in. I mean, look, a lot of people come on and they'll break down an Eagles-Cowboys game and they'll go, let's break down the quarterback matchup. Let's talk about the fan bases. Uh, let's talk about uh, you know who's got the better offensive line. Uh, let's talk about whether or not Dak Prescott deserves a contract. Let's talk about – I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can approach an Eagles-Cowboys game, and many people are going to do it. And the Cowboys and the Eagles find themselves in this situation where they're battling down to the wire for the NFC East. I think we both agree they're only going to get one team into the playoffs, and whoever finishes second in that division is going to miss the postseason. But while everybody else is sitting there trying to break down Eagles-Cowboys uh, in in a X's and O's type fashion, and they're trying to talk about football-related issues when it comes to the Eagles and Cowboys, Brady Quinn and I, we take a different approach to it. We, we take the approach of we're going to focus in on the two most important players for each team. And a lot of people out there would say, oh, well, that's Carson Wentz or that's uh, Dak Prescott, or that's Amari Cooper, or that's all Sean Jeffrey. And, uh, and I can't vamp anymore. They don't have the drop. So uh, you know what? There it is. So we, we, uh, we, we put it together, Brady Quinn. We tried. Let's just go ahead and make yeah. a hard pivot and yeah. move on. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's uh, easily the, uh, the worst three minutes in the history of this show. Easily. Yeah. What we yeah, just that was a great there. vamp, though. Because I'm going to be honest that's with right. you. I was listening because I'm like, where the hell is he going? Right. And then I caught on towards the end. Oh, yeah. They don't have the drop, so he's just going to have to keep doing this for oblivion. I mean, I, I just think people out there. I, first of all, so so while everybody else, while everybody else, while everybody else uh, breaks down the Eagles, Cowboys, uh, and talks X's and O's, Brady Quinn, you and I focus on the two most important players for each team, and both of them happen to have the same last name, Jake and Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> it makes you laugh every yeah. time. I don't know why. <laughs> I love ET. It's man. so dumb. It's just, you got it. I mean, it's it was a classic. I love it. There's like, no other way to talk about it. No, it was a classic. No movie has made more money based around a character that looks like a stub toe. <laughs> it really is. I'm telling the, the amount of money they made on a character that looks like a stub toe that had fallen in vomit is just an amazing thing done by Steven Spielberg and company. So, uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn, let's uh, let's get into something that I don't think is necessarily a surprise. I wasn't surprised by it, um, and there's a lot of different layers to this. The Oakland Raiders got annihilated on Sunday. That game wasn't close. The Jets ran over them. Derek Carr was taken out of the game. Uh, Mike Glennon rising from the ashes in garbage time for the Oakland Raiders. Were you surprised at all by the way that that game went? Even though the Raiders are having a good season and are a borderline playoff team, any surprises from that game? Nope. Uh, That was exactly how I picked it and how I thought this would go. Uh, Part of that is because Sam Darnold's playing some good football. You know, bottom line, you look at the last three weeks, they're on a three-game winning streak. I believe he's thrown, what, seven touchdowns, no picks, and he's he's playing some of his best football. This team's not putting him in bad spots. Like, Adam Gase is a good coach. He's a good play caller, especially for a young quarterback. And we're now starting to see that pay off. And you could say it's a, you know, I don't know, maybe a softer point of their schedule, uh, just because, what, a couple weeks ago they beat the Giants, and then last week they beat the the, the Redskins, but... You know, the, the Redskins game wasn't close either. I mean, you could say this game the week before, you know, both those two matchups, they really kind of walked away. Yeah. So uh, I, I've been incredibly impressed with Sam Darnold, his development as, you know, he's gotten over the mono, even though it always stays with you. I don't know if you know that, Jonas. Once really? you get mono, yeah, you never get rid of it. You might, you know, not feel the symptoms anymore, but <laughs> it's with you for life, man. So there's, I've got 
And I'm yeah. not going to say it. Yeah, <laughs> not, absolutely not gonna, nope, not. I, you should. I, it's called it's called being a grown-up on sports radio, and I'm not going to do <laughs> can, it. I won't do can it. Can I ask you this? Yes. Was the car benching in your mind anything other than a message from John Gruden to Derek Carr? You can't play that way. you got to play better than that. Or do you think there would be something more to it? Um, I still am not totally convinced that long-term, Derek Carr is the guy for John Gruden. I'm just not. Um, we can say whatever we want about Derek Carr, and he's he's played pretty well underneath John Gruden. But I think John Gruden's got the ego, and I think he's got the job security of any coach in the league who's getting solid production out of their quarterback that he could say, "Nah, I think I could do something better for a lot cheaper uh, through the draft." I just, I and nothing would surprise me with Gruden. I think he's that kind of guy. He's already turned walked away from Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper and and scored big on those trades and the Raiders have hit on a lot of their draft picks because of Mike Mayock and company. I just something about it it still doesn't feel right the Gruden car relationship. I don't know what it is. I'm with you on that and Carl Savin is, you know, one of his better years and I think you got to give him credit because yeah. if you look at the supporting cast as much as you want to give them credit for how they drafted their young football team and they don't really have anyone on the outside that, that's going to threaten you. Waller's been phenomenal at the tight end spot this year. Huge. I mean, that, what a find. Right. A, a great find. But, you know, how much longer is that going to last? And even more so than that, uh, it just can't sustain itself. That's one of the reasons, too, why I picked the Jets. Aside from the fact that we see West Coast teams typically not play well early and there's 1 p.m. kicks. Now, Seattle would refute that because they went into Philly and got a nice win. But Seattle's also a team that's, you know, really proven themselves this year. The Raiders are one of those teams that's hard to feel overly confident in only because they play a certain brand of football. They run the football. They've got a physical offensive line. And then defensively, they're still trying to figure out, but they're lightly years improved from where they were at the beginning of the year or even last year. So this is a very improved football team, and I think they've improved so much, and at least in my eyes, they've exceeded the expectations of probably a lot of Raiders fans out there, that they've now kind of put themselves in a position where I feel like Gruden can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Right? Because he's doing more with less right now uh, and, and exceeding expectations already. So he can get away with benching a guy like Derek Carr for a lackluster performance on the road and sending a message to him. And, and I also think Gruden's about that. You know, he's one of those guys that he doesn't care who you are, what you're paid and all that. He's going to try to set that culture. And, and he's obviously still trying to do that with this team, especially a young team. And when you bench a starting quarterback, it reverberates throughout the rest of the team that, man, he could take me out for any mistake I make. So I really need to get my stuff together. And look, this year's a free roll. Like not, this year doesn't matter. Like I, I, I've been saying this the entire season. What any any time they win a game, that's just a bonus. That's gravy because it's all about next season. They've still got the Bears' first round pick coming up in the draft, so they're going to have two first round picks. So anything that happens this year is gravy and a cute little send off to Oakland. This is totally. Uh, all for Las Vegas. And my brother, who's a big-time Raider fan, was in Vegas last week, and he was there for like a, a Raiders watch party against the Bengals. And he said, everywhere you look in Las Vegas, it's Raiders. Like, they are opening up their arms and saying, we are all about the Oakland Raiders being now the Las Vegas Raiders. So whatever happens this season doesn't really matter if you think about it. If they make the playoffs, great. But I think Gruden is totally focused on on Vegas, and I just, I just don't, I don't know who exactly is going to be there um, uh, for the ride going over to Vegas, and who's going to be there long term. But look, it's not like Derek Carr is being asked to do 
a ton, is he? I mean, am I crazy? It feels like there's Gruden's dialing up a lot of great things. Carr's playing well, but I just wonder how much of Gruden thinks I could I could get somebody to do this same thing and save millions of dollars a year. I I, I wonder that, and I, I wonder if Gruden, he's had that conversation. Gruden, Gruden is kind of like the guy that I, I feel like he drives. I don't know an F one fifty something like that. You know, maybe maybe some other you know big SUV, mm-hmm. but he's always shopping for sports cars. You know, like and he's like, man, if the right one comes out that he sits in, he's like, oh, I gotta have it. You know, I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drive it all the time. <laughs> so but true. He he just he's he's like that type of guy where he just he always he wants that new flashy kind of thing. And I mean, if if he can upgrade from this truck or this SUV, dude, he's he's gonna do it. You know, he's gonna do it. And that's how I kind of feel like he is with Derek Carr. Like Derek Carr is that truck. He's that SUV that it'll get the job done. You know, it'll be tough. It'll make it through. You know, it'll it'll do. It'll get the job and everything you're asking to do. But you know, sometimes you like to get there a little faster. You know, and that's where I feel like you know, he could be looking for that. You know, Maserati. You know, Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever it is. And and that's why you heard all that complimentary talk about Kyler Murray. Yeah, I, like, I I don't think there's any. John Gruden's a good evaluator of talent. I mean, heck, there's a reason why I think he was so enamored with him because so was Arizona. Like he's a special player. Like he's per, he's shown that even though he's not, you know, the same stature as other quarterbacks that have been successful in the league. The problem is there's a lot of bitterness surrounding John Gruden because I actually I think him being away from the NFL for as long as he was is a good thing because I don't think he's the same. And all the way through, I don't think he's the same dude he was when he was with the Bucks. Like back then, he, I mean, his his ego was off the chain. You talk to anybody, his his spat with Keyshawn Johnson to where he basically just, you know, paid him not to show up anymore for the entire season. Uh, all the other things that happened there with the Buccaneers and and sort of how things transpired. And then I think getting into the booth, there were a lot of people in the media. You know this. You work in the media that were bitter that John Gruden was making the kind of money that he was, even though I thought he was very good at his gig. And I feel like there's a bitterness that that lies with John Gruden. You think people don't miss him now? Holy cow! Uh, yeah, I'm telling you. And and I think people have failed to realize he did some really good things with a lot of quarterbacks who didn't have nearly the success before they got to John Gruden. I mean, Rich Gannon was you know borderline journeyman quarterback, and it did, did Rich Gannon win an MVP one He's year? MVP. Yeah, yeah, won an MVP. Jeff Garcia went to a Pro Bowl, and and he did. Uh, Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl, so he did good things with quarterbacks that maybe were limited in ability. And just from you evaluating this, and you know, and have forgotten as much about the quarterback position as anybody I know. When you watch the Raiders, is is this John Gruden or is Derek Carr playing lights out? What do you see when you watch the tape? No, it's both. Honestly, when I'm watching the tape, I think there's some really good things Gruden's doing. And maybe I tend to give him a little bit more credit because I was curious. I really was curious to see with his layoff from you know calling plays and coaching in the NFL how he would be. And now that you know, now that we're we're able to kind of see what he's doing in his second year and with Derek Carr in his second year, to me it's both. You know, I really do think you have to give both parties credit because Carr, with the exception of of today's game where he struggled, he's played he's played really well this year. You know, he's he's given them a chance to win games. He's definitely not the reason they're losing games. Um, you know, today didn't necessarily help, but again. That that was one of the rarities for this year. So I, I honestly do think it is both, especially when you take into account the personnel and and, and who Derek Carr is throwing to. 
Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, there is a trend that could be happening in the NFL, and it is bad news for several people involved. Find out what it is next here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play are you okay over there little little uh slip knot on a sunday night oh okay. that thought you were here. uh impersonating that that the security guard for the Chargers. Uh, no uh which by the way uh that's now become we're synonymous with that security guard who was uh shuffling his own deck of cards uh have we mentioned it like one too many times where just we we keep bringing it up over and over now now it's like our two heads are like next to his i was playing a little pocket pool you know wait what what <laughs> i just figured i'd let that i'd let that one sit alone for a little while not, not what you guys were yeah, thinking I, I let, right? i'd let that one sit there get your head out of the gun yeah. okay hey. Just figured I would let that sit there a little while. Uh, he is uh, he is Brady Quinn. That's Brady Quinn who said that. I'm Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we will have over-unders coming up here in about five minutes from now on FSR. Um, but I mentioned the Chargers security guard. It was caught uh, 
you know, looking around for stuff in his pocket uh, a couple of years ago because we now we are now getting tagged in tweets uh, regarding that. So I think that's now become our story for whatever reason, probably because we bring it up every week. And uh, there was an NFL official. I forget what game it was. I mean, can we just for a second? It's the most ridiculous thing. It's like maybe ever taken place on a football field. I mean, like, what, what what would go through someone's mind to do something like that and think they're going to get away with it? Like, hey, by the uh, way, no one's going to see this right now. I, I mean, well, here's the thing. If it was any other, <laughs> just, like, like, talk about a send off. Out of San Diego for the Chargers. Like, hey, listen, uh, we got we got a big surprise, a huge surprise. Your final season in San Diego. What is it? A Super Bowl? No, it's a security guard uh, who's who's shuffling his skin cards, uh, staring think at the about, cheerleaders. Think about spread your seed, you know. Uh, I just, like, I just don't. It's just so odd. And uh, but yeah, so there was a an NFL official who I guess didn't know the camera was on him. And was uh, like had his the hand down uh, his the front of his pants, and uh, he was like uh, shifting gears. If you know what I mean, it's called a re rack. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> is that look, what that's called? Yeah, well, look, I didn't know they called that. You yeah. know, sometimes you you got to kind of reorder some things. Got to re rack. <laughs> what's going on down there? Yeah, and that's okay. That comes down to him wearing improper compression shorts most likely yeah i agree that, that and that's really the downfall of boxers i mean that really was a downfall of boxers because yeah, uh, there's there's way too much room oh, yeah. to let things like overlap and all yeah. of a sudden you're cutting off circulation to yeah. certain parts it, it that's just, not a good thing yeah the, the seam through the middle the opening in the front next thing you know the horse runs out of the barn and you've got to like try and wrangle it in it's just it's it's uncomfortable for everybody involved yeah yeah much like this conversation uh, all right i want to let you know uh, we are brought to you by discover get your free credit a scorecard today even if you're not a discover customer it includes your fico credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply um first year head coach is brady quinn in the nfl um let's go right to the top the one that is having success all right you ready to talk about the one that is having success in the nfl yes, yes. all right so to cincinnati we go <laughs> where <laughs> zach taylor is 0 and 11 uh all right all joking aside um First-year head coaches, how many of them are going to get a second year? Well, Zach Taylor is one that's interesting because (laughs) you would have had to have thought if you hired him, right, if you're the Brown family. If if you hired him, you were thinking to yourself, he's never – I don't believe he's even called plays before. And we're bringing a guy who's never been a head coach before this could be rough. We could go through a bad year. And they've faced some unfortunate circumstances, a number of injuries that have impacted this team and maybe taken away their ability to win or two. But they have been, I mean, historically bad. Like, they are on pace not only to not win a game, but they are secured almost in that number one spot. They've yeah. got a two-game lead on anyone else. I think there, it was like 68% they've got to land the number one pick. At this point, with five games, yes, to go. which is which is pretty tough to do. It's it's pretty solid. So, for that reason, as as good as that is, or whatever that means for the future of this team, it's still it's still pretty concerning that they're this bad. Because that was that's not a roster that I looked at before the season and thought they would be zero and sixteen. I looked at that roster and I thought to myself, they could probably win somewhere between four and six games because they've got a few pieces that are talented enough to be able to sneak away and, and win some games. That's not been the case. So for that reason, that's kind of one to keep an eye on moving forward for sure. Yeah, I just uh, 
And it's not often that we have one-and-done coaches. I know last year, Steve Wilkes, um, although I think that was a unique situation to where they were just so enamored by the idea of getting Kyler Murray. And, man, Kyler Murray looks like he's getting better and better every week. So it looks like they made the right move, and they basically turned their back on Josh Rosen and Steve Wilkes after one year. Um, Cam Cameron in Miami is another one. It's not often that you go say bye-bye to one-and-done coaches. I... It just it felt like in other years coaches had performed better in their debuts, and outside of Matt Lafleur, I don't know how many coaches you can look at and go, "Oh, that's been a success." I mean, I don't know what what Vic Fangio in Denver is. I really don't know. And like, that's the next one that comes to mind, you know. And and you look at you know his losses, and, and they, they've won a few games, right? I mean, they've they're what are they now three and eight? Yeah, they've lost the last two games. And I mean, at this point, coming out of the bye, did we really expect them to beat Minnesota in Minnesota? Probably not. And Buffalo in Buffalo. I mean, I would have picked them based on what I've seen from this year. And I, I think if you look at you know the ground they kind of had to make up, I would have given them a couple more wins or maybe one more win. But three and six in their first nine games, it's not too far off from what this team has been. I just think offensively that's the thing that surprised me is they're so far from really being you know, a team that can compete at that level. It's got to be draining, not only on Vic Fangio, but their defense. And I think my concern is this. After this year, if you know the Bowen family, you know based on you know how the ownership structure is going to work, they might have to make some tough decisions. And if John Elway's going to be a guy that ends up not being there anymore, then you wonder, okay, well, Vic Fangio was his head coaching hire. Is that going to last? It's not like you've got much hope based on what they look like. They're still looking for a quarterback, and there's just there's a lot of questions. And so if they ended up wanting to clean house. I could see that potentially happening and them just wanting to start anew, especially because you know, you're talking about you know, maybe someone within the Bullen family who's going to be taking over that wants to kind of start fresh too and put their stamp on things. And is there a, a candidate out there that could become available, whether it be at the college level or, or, I mean, who knows? Is there somebody out there that any coach on the fringe that they would say bye to in order to bring in? Um, is is Lincoln it, Riley it, a coach like that? Well, I don't know if you're Lincoln why you'd leave what you've got in Oklahoma. You know, I mean, look at look at where Texas is at. I mean, I don't know if that's a product of just Tom Herman and what's going on there, or if it's a product of just how good Oklahoma and how far how far away they are from you know Texas at this point. But when you look at the Big Twelve, like Matt Rule, that's a guy who I, I think after this year could very well be a head coach in the NFL next year. You know, things are kind of angling that way, even though I, I believe he's got a pretty big buyout. But with as much money as these you know, owners are making now, I think they can afford it and, and, and pay what he's looking for. Um, but, but I don't know really why you'd leave to go to the NFL level where, you know, offensively some of the things they do could work, but some of the things probably couldn't. And you've got to figure out a way of being able to play defense. Like if you think you're going to just walk in the NFL and scheme a bunch of stuff up and not being able to, to stop opponents – I mean, you're, you're going to have a long day. You're going to be a, a losing coach in the NFL. You're not going to be able to win enough games. Um, and so that, you know, could there be another college coach? Sure. I mean, Matt Rule, I just kind of threw out one. But I also think there's some guys in the NFL who could get some shots at it and maybe even guys who uh, are reputable coordinators. You know, that's, that's another thing to keep in mind. But You, you know who's a college coach to keep an eye on? That's, that? ha- that's having a monster season. To, to pay attention to making a jump to the NFL, and I think yeah. there's going to be multiple teams that are going to be after him. Yeah, Manny Diaz. Oh wow! I'm telling you, uh, what what he's done at Miami uh, is just really something there, Brady yeah. Quinn. Yeah, so, especially with the loss to FIU. 
which uh, this past weekend, <laughs> which I think they're already calling for Butch Davis to come back to Miami. They're just they're worried about uh, you know, what, just, what may come with that. Uh, you know what though, the way how everything handled uh, as we've got ourselves a a, a, a I don't want to kill. It's, I, it's, it's what happens when you wear cleats yeah, to practice. You know yeah, it's uh, well when you burn Temple the way that he did. I'm sorry, you know sometimes uh, turn about. You know I, I've heard I, that I know, story I and I, he didn't burn. Temple. I know it's just he did it in as a but a respectful manner. Look and look, Temple's been all right this year. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Miami is not. All right. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have over-unders coming up next here on FSR. It is going to be bananas because we've got Thanksgiving coming up this week. So, don't go anywhere. We've got that here for you on FSR. Uh, but right now, for all the latest from around the world of sports, including a huge play moments ago on Sunday Night Football involving a player we mentioned earlier in the show, ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager. Jimmy Garoppolo to George Kittle, 61-yard touchdown late third quarter in the Bay Area and San Francisco's back up big 30 to 8 over Green Bay and late third quarter the 49ers star tight end Kittle is playing after knee and ankle injuries uh, including this catch he's been thrown to six times and has six receptions 129 yards and this touchdown Niners were up 23 nothing at the half NFL research saying at the time that Aaron Rodgers has never come back from being 23 down at halftime although Matt Flynn did late in the 2013 season for Green Bay Aaron Rodgers just 74 yards passing he's been sacked four times fumbled early Niners quickly turned that into a touchdown also he's lost Brian Balaga to the uh, in on the offensive line. San Francisco with the win would go to 10 and 1. New England is 10 and 1 after beating Dallas 13 to 9. Tom Brady threw a first quarter touchdown pass shortly after a New England block punt. Tennessee beat Jacksonville 42 to 20. Leonard Fournette in the loss close to 100 yards rushing in two scores plus nine catches. New Orleans is 9 and 2 after edging Carolina on a field goal on the final play 34-31. Drew Brees three touchdown passes. Seattle 9 and 2 after winning at Philadelphia. 17-9, the Eagles with five turnovers. Rashad Penny for Seattle on 14 carries at 129 yards and a score. Buffalo and the Jets each one. Tampa Bay and Washington as well. The Redskins with two field goals in the last two minutes. Won 19-16 over Detroit, which has lost four in a row. Washington's kicker, Dustin Hopkins, was four for four on field goals. Matt Prater was three for four, and they lost by three, the Lions. Chicago and Pittsburgh with wins. Cleveland won its third straight, 41-24 over Miami. Nick Chubb over 100 yards rushing in a TD. Jarvis Landry, ex-Dolphin, 10 receptions, 148 yards, and two scores. The CFL title game was tonight. The Grey Cup went to Winnipeg, 33-12 over Hamilton, which committed seven turnovers. In the late NBA game in L.A., the Clippers are up 86-78 over the Pelicans mid-third quarter. Clips were up 16 at the half. Dallas won at Houston, 137-123. Luka Doncic, 41 points. Mavericks have won five games in a row in college basketball. Close wins for number 2 Louisville and number 7 Virginia. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Steve. We are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we have identified the biggest meathead in the world of football. Easily the biggest meathead in the world of football. Uh, And uh, we identified him this weekend. So we will get to that here 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for a little something that we do on the show called this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. 
You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee DeLapp, to first find out how we did just one week ago. All right, you guys. Last week we had asked, would we hear a statement from Kaepernick's camp this week? Uh, Jonas, you thought there would not be a statement from Kaepernick's camp. And Brady, you said we would definitely hear something from the camp. What we did hear was Mark Garagos go on the Adam uh, Corolla podcast and say that two teams were interested in Kaepernick. So does that constitute a... I saw a, a separate report where they said that no teams had followed up this week with them to sign him or uh, work him out. I can't imagine why. I mean, what did he do? Was this something that he was wearing? Well, I, but that's beside the point. We're trying to get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> that's kind of two statements. So, technically, that hit the over. You know what? I'll give him, I'll give him the win there, Lee. <laughs> All right. And uh, we had also asked, Big Noon Kickoff was looking at Ohio State hosting Penn State. Uh, which saw Brady going to go hang out with his buddy Jake. And uh, it took some tallying, but we had asked the over-under, how many drinks would uh, friend Jake have this week? We had put it at 49 and a half. Jonas, you took the over. Brady, you took the under. We did some math. We crunched the numbers. Came out to 52. (laughs) Wow. Could you imagine being his internal medicine doctor? Hold hold on. Okay. Can he can he send us a picture of his steps the day after? Like how many steps he took the day after uh, I don't to know get I, I could I could try to reach out and see. Let me put can, it this way: we've we've now started to keep track because he keeps track of his steps. On an average day, he gets in ten thousand steps. Okay, just so people at home listening understand this. On Sundays, he averages somewhere south of two hundred fifty steps. <laughs> like, think about that from ten thousand. To under yeah. two, I think the other weekend we were talking about this, 244. Yeah. Um, That's basically to get up, go to the bathroom, and probably walk to your door and go pick up whatever Uber Eats or whatever you ordered is being delivered to your place. Yeah. George Washington walked more last Sunday than Jake did, and he's been dead for 200 years. <laughs> All right, you guys. Oh. So that was a push. Uh, one-to-one oh. push last What's week, you guys. Come on, Bobo. What's wrong with that? Oh, 150. Wyatt Earp, okay? You, p- you pick somebody who died 200 years ago and make a joke, for God's sakes, all right? You try at it sometime. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they go over a lot well better than that one. Uh, all right. Well, so, so Brady won last week, Lee, is what we're saying? Sure. It was uh, a push. No, it was one-to-one. All right. Well, we I'll, pushed. You know, it's, it's the giving season. I'll give the win to Brady. How's that? Good thing this is the first time we played this game. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to accept something I didn't win. So I think what we should do is roll it over to this week. All right. Let's roll it over. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. Roll it over. On to this week, you guys. Monday night football. Rams take on the Ravens. Number of rushing yards we see from Lamar Jackson tomorrow. 67 and a half. Over. <laughs> over. Mm. I'm going to take the under. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Take the well, under. I disagree. I think uh, I think uh, yeah. Wade Phillips has got something in store for him. I think he's, oh, yeah? he's going to crack the code. Will he? Yeah, Wade Phillips. It'd be, it'd be nice if that defense cracked the code the entire year up to this point. Though. Wow. I mean, I didn't know we we're taking shots at the entire well, team. I'm just, just trying to support you him know, here. If, if, if you're throwing out this, uh, oh, he's going to crack the code. He could have been cracking his own code. I mean, they this they whole, they, this they play in a porta potty. At least have some some sympathy for him, Brady. For God's sakes. That is not true. All right. Sounds, sounds fun though. All right, you guys, on to Turkey Day. We have three games. Uh, first one, Bears at Lions. Number of interceptions we see thrown by Mitchell Trubisky at a half. What do you have, which is just one today? He had two. Okay, yeah, that's right. He had one touchdown, two interceptions. Sorry. I got the, I got the ratio off. Well, nobody ran for a touchdown, so it's actually two and two. 
Not that I'm not defending uh, him. I'm not defending him at all. I'm just saying, you know, just you're trying to defend him. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I'm just trying. He to. threw some balls today that again were like Carson Wentz to the running backs esque. Mm-hmm. Like just made you scratch your head and go, "Holy cow!" Yeah. I love our balls. Uh, come on. That's yeah. No, that's that, that's also true though. Um, I'm gonna go with the over. Hmm. I'll take the under. I'm going to play a, okay. a more positive okay. approach. Uh, I, I see where this one's going. We got it all on the line, rolled it over. I think I think Mitch, two. Mitchell's okay. is going to have a mistake-free game on Thanksgiving is what I think. What, are they going to run the ball the whole time? <laughs> yeah, either, either that or he won't play. That's actually a good one. Yeah. I like that. That? that. that hip injury looked like it might have affected him at one point. <laughs> yeah. he, got up, he, he got up limping. I was like, oh, no. Chase started warming up. I, it, I will say this. It's the fastest recovery from a hip pointer I've ever seen in the history of mankind. <laughs> Why do they even call it a hip pointer? I, they, I've I, never understood that. Yeah, I don't know. All right, you guys. Uh, Bills are going to face the Cowboys. Amount of time into the game that we see highlights from their first two Super Bowls. Uh, over, under, at halftime. Okay, so the two Super Bowls they played against each other, you know there's going to be a highlight package. Does it happen before or after halftime? <laughs> did you say this for something this past no, week? Didn't I didn't, no, way? I didn't say that. Yeah, Not me. Um, will it be over or under halftime? What net? What network is broadcasting that game? It's CBS. Is it CBS? Yeah. Well, considering he doesn't like to prep, I'm going to say Tony Romo. He like, would rather play golf than prep, and he just wants to call out and make mistakes. So he's not going to have a whole lot of material. I'll take the under. That's going to happen before <laughs> halftime, Lee. <laughs> um, what, what, I'm sorry. What, what are we set it at? <laughs> halftime. Before or after halftime, under will be before, over will be after. Um, I'm going to take... The over. I think they get one in the first half. It's not like these teams play that often. I can't wait for the. I can't wait for America to see our favorite player, Josh Allen. I can't wait. Oh, what a hose! All right, you guys. Moving on to the late game. Saints <clears throat> at the Falcons. Number of times we see Sean Payton complaining about a PI call. One and a half. Uh, only one over. and a half. Yeah, please. Over. I'll take it. That's way well over. <laughs> My God, man. Move on, guys. Move on. I could, uh, the victim card. Oh, they're out to get us again. They're out to hey, get- I, you know, I've got a solution for this. I've got a solution. Do you know who never complains, for the most part, about pass interference calls? Bill Belichick? Uh, well, no, he really doesn't either. But from time to time, you see it. Um, pretty much any coach just runs the football. So just run the football the entire time. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like complaining point. about it. You know, just stop throwing the football then. That, that is, that's a good point. Maybe that's maybe that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening. Brady's on to something. That's a conspiracy theory. I think the reason they're calling P.I. so much is because they want the running back to start to matter again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. That is a, that or they're was, trying to speed up the game. Mark that you know, one like, Stop slowing the game down. Just run the football. Yeah, that's a good point. Finally, you guys, big noon kickoff next week sees Ohio State facing Michigan. Temperature is going to be in the 30s, mid-30s. Number of winter caps we see worn on the big noon kickoff at a half. Over. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's over. Come on. That's over. Because you're so yeah. what, what are you saying there? Jonah? Okay, here's what I'm saying. Because who's going to wear the winter yeah, cap? Here's what I'm saying. We got three guys that live in California and one that left the cold to go live in Fort Lauderdale. All right, so one of those four is going to wear a, a winter cap. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'm, uh, I, I'm not. I don't think Coach is going to. So that leaves Rob Stone as the host. I don't I don't imagine he's going to either. I think it comes down to Reggie and Matt. Over. Do you hear me, Lee? Over. I'm gonna take the under. 
I, I would love it if it came down to that and you lost because they wore a beanie. I would love it. Like, uh, I, may have, I may have a little control over this one. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't use your influence. <laughs> All right, this is we're supposed to be on the up and up. What uh, was if I just lost this beanie? <laughs> Matt or Reggie's beanie, I just yeah. lost it. Uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we've identified the biggest meathead in the world of football. Find out who it is here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier who will take over the airwaves. Uh, they will have the final from the Bay Area where right now the 49ers have a 30-8 to lead over the San Francisco or over the Green Bay Packers in San Fran and uh, fourth quarter under 12 minutes to go. So San Fran looking to uh, polish this one, uh, put it away and uh, and move on with another win. Uh, hopefully Green Bay gets the ball uh, and kicks a field goal. Right. Um, like like it pulls a Dan Quinn and kicks a field goal. That way uh, <laughs> they'll only lose by less than 20, which would be big for Live Bet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's a bet that uh, I don't know. We'll see. No, I, look, I, I think Green Bay is going to be able to score another touchdown at some point down the stretch. You know, it's an Aaron Rodgers team. Come on, you got to have faith, man. Yeah. Um. So there's uh, there's that that's happening. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Brady Quinn. Now you have proudly uh, told me that you and uh, certain friends that you grew up with that you guys are meatheads. Um. You have you've proudly oh, okay. said that before. Uh, I I think I've mentioned that before. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself that now. Okay, but back but, then uh, I could I could definitely identify me then. Yeah. Um. So when you see Tom Herman headbutting players <laughs> <laughs> without a helmet on, what's the what's the first term that you think of when you see that sort of behavior? Uh, desperation. Okay. <laughs> is, is it that? I was going to go meathead. I was going to well, name call. Yeah, go meathead. That, that would be the obvious thing, but really the underlying issue why a head coach of a prominent university like that, like Texas, that's resorting to desperation yeah. to motivate your team, right? Uh, not only one is it kind of just throwing uh, crap into the face of like all those who are worried about like head injuries. Like not only are you headbutting yourself you could be concussed but a player too like does the player want you to do that is this like a spur of the moment thing like there's a lot of there's a lot of things about it that i can appreciate and there's a lot of things that i think and to myself and go really you're the head coach of texas like what what uber successful head coach (laughs) have we ever seen do that i know i'll put it this way what successful head coach have we ever seen do that? Yeah, I don't recall Mac Brown headbutting Vince Young after they won the national title. I, I don't. Dude, I, I must have I missed mean, that. In part. all seriousness, Nick Saban, Urban no. Meyer, Brian Kelly. Brian has he's won a lot of football games. They haven't won a national championship, but they've been there a couple times, at least to play off in a national championship. But, but in all seriousness, like would he ever do that? No. It, like, like I almost think it it dequalifies you as, or I should say, disqualifies you. As being a like a, a reputable head coach that that people they're gonna look back on that and be like, ugh, you're gonna hire that guy. It's, you're just trying too hard. It's the Jameis Winston eat the W. We're gonna eat a W thing. It was just weird. Like it didn't make yeah. any sense. And, uh, By the way, like Texas. Oh, we talked about some look. I've been trying to tell people they're the most overrated fan base and and program in the country. Like we just assume that they're good because it's Texas and they make a lot no, of money. No, it's because they declared themselves being back last year because they won ten games even though they didn't win their conference. Oh. So 
Listen, uh, I, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, Brady Quinn. Don't drink too much, and we'll do it again next week, babe. I'll be working, man, but you too. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.